Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Water Cooler Checkdown Podcast, NBA Preview Edition. Uh, we're going to have four of these throughout the year, each one at a separate quarter, and th- we're going to start right before the season. I am your host, Corey Walsh. I'm second in line, not really, Lenahan. I'm Jeremy Batten. I'm Danny Brammer. Thank you guys for having me on this podcast. It's an honor. I'm a really big fan of this podcast, so let's get this thing going. Didn't expect to cry today. This is wonderful. <laughs> We're having our close friends here. We all have like the same NBA intelligence, I'd say. It's like a, a little bit above recreational fans. <laughs> Probably. So I consider mine pretty high up there. Safe Jeremy is too elite for this. Safe to say we'll be more accurate than Skip Bayless, regardless <laughs> of our knowledge. Get a man, Skip. Eat a mad skip. So we thought we were going to have, like, <laughs> big table discussions. We're going to go through, like, a variety of topics, and we're just going to get right into it. And we're going to start with who do we think will win an MVP this year? Now, everyone has, like, it's probably the first year in a while where, like, not everyone knows who MVP is going to be. I feel like usually when the season starts, everyone, like, checks someone down. Yeah, yeah. I don't even think Vegas knows for the most part. I mean, right now, the Vegas odds have it as LeBron as the favorite. And as we know, LeBron never gets his due for being the MVP. True, that's true. So, who, we can, anyone can start. Who, state your case for who you feel like will win MVP. I personally think that the best chance is Giannis. Just because of how he had a breakout season last season. And cover athlete? Yes, the cover athlete. I think him or LeBron, LeBron this season. Yeah, I gotta stay on that LeBron hype train. You know, I feel like he's just been ripped off so many years in a row. It's about time that that, that guy gets some recognition. I feel like he deserved for four or five MVPs. Um, so I think he's gonna have another season of 28 points per game, seven rebounds, seven assists again. I think he's just gonna ball up. I think he's gonna lead that team to a legitimate playoff spot. So I feel like that should, that should be cause enough for him to, to win MVP. I thought about LeBron initially, but in my head, I was always thinking if LeBron didn't win it last year, he single-handedly carried my Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> to looking like a somewhat semblance of a playoff team. True. He put up numbers that the whole team basically could have put up by themselves combined. Yeah. And I really yeah. think he has more help this year on the Lakers, more young legs to go up and down the floor instead of having like stand shooters in the corners like Kyle Korver. Are you saying that J.R. Smith is not as active as he once oh, was? Believe it or not, J.R. has not done a windmill dunk in, I think, 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't Since, say. Since like, the first time that he got traded over the Cavs, he did it against the Knicks. No, it wasn't a reverse, though. That, was a, that wasn't a windmill, that's what I'm saying. All of J.R.'s biggest dunks have come against LeBron. Not for LeBron. That is that's true. That is very true. But this year, I thought about it, and I thought everyone's like, it seems like Giannis is the favorite among analysts. But I really think it could be Anthony Davis this year. Yeah. Because I feel like the Pelicans in the second half of last year went off without Boogie, and Anthony Davis really showed like how he's not a talent that's just <laughs> underlooked by the league. And they added good pieces to their team. I mean, having Drew Holiday come back and actually looking like a good player in the second half was yeah. unique. And even though they lost Rondo, they got Peyton, who's like kind of like Rajon Rondo. He just like can't shoot, but he can still pass pretty well. For Peyton, the weekend. (laughs) And then Julius Randle is like a pretty solid replacement for Boogie. I mean, like he's not even close to how talented Boogie is, but he's he's super athletic, and he showed flashes last year of being a really competent power forward. So you include that with what they had last year. Anthony Davis can easily carry that team, I think, to like a fifth seed if he plays at an MVP level. And I think that's all you need to win it. I. 
honestly think that could easily be a, like a middle seed in the West. I Anthony Davis, I like since he's been in the league. He's always been like a problem for on offense and defense. His game is like one of the most complete in the NBA. And I think, think that I, I agree with you. It probably my second favorite for MVP it will be Anthony Davis over LeBron. I think he'll have more of a breakout year and an MVP year than LeBron will. Just because LeBron having the pieces around him just makes it like he doesn't have to do as much. Great analysis, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> honestly, I'm going to have to go with Ish Smith for my Detroit <laughs> Pistons. I'm just kidding. I'm a huge Celtics fan. Um, I wanted to say Giannis at first because I just think he's been going off the past couple of years. He's been he's been rising in a lot of different categories, but i got to give it to Anthony Davis. I mean, what he did in the in the stretch of last year, going into the playoffs, and then, you know, Boogie went down. Also, if Boogie had stayed healthy, he probably could have been an MVP. So he had like 25, Honestly, 12, and 8. no, yeah. Yeah, I think he was, he was a beast during like that one like span that yeah. he like decided that he was just going to carry him, and then that happened right before playoffs. Except they weren't winning all that much. No, well, they started winning more off. once he like... Once, once he, he went down, yeah. yeah. So that's what makes me think that Anthony Davis is the most valuable player on his team, and I think could be considered for Defensive Player of the Year. And this year, I think MVP. I'm gonna go with Anthony Davis. Dubrow. Can I throw out there a hot second runner up here? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I mean, give it to me. there's a man up in Toronto who just moved Ooh. in. I feel like that guy. I, dude, we love Kyle Lowry on the podcast. <laughs> Shout out to Fudge Pop. <laughs> he also. Um, is in a lot weaker of a conference, you could say. Not that that has yeah. much to do with um, who you play, but it does with your standing. So I think leading them to, I believe, um, the one seed for just record, I think that's going to yeah. play a big part. I think that him coming back um, rested fully healthy. If he comes back the way he did before, I think that's a very close second for me. If I asked you guys between these two players, who do you think has a better chance to win MVP, who do you think it would be? Do you think that Kawhi Leonard has a better chance of MVP or Kyrie Irving? I think Kawhi Leonard because of the team he has. Like, yes, the Raptors are a complete team. Like, they have all the pieces, but they lost DeRozan and replaced it with Kawhi, and that's just, like, a better replacement. DeRozan was, like, a good – is a great player, but Kawhi is, like, a top three player in the league when he's healthy. Very consistent player, And too. I think just with Kyrie Irving, he has way too many pieces, especially last year with all the young players with Tatum popping. Like, they, he's going to want a lot more minutes and a lot more touches. So He was popping off Yeah, I feel like year. the key to winning an MVP in, like, the NBA is you really just have to, like – it has to show that you carried your team really far. You don't see a player that's on a really – besides Steph Curry – like a player that wins MVP who's on a really good team. Usually you're the reason your team's the way you are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, throwback to when Steph didn't have Kevin Durant um, or Boogie or really, We haven't seen him with Boogie, okay? I mean, he, kinda, <laughs> he really wasn't, like, almost carrying that team. But now it's just like he's allowed to lay back. He can, yeah, sc- and- he can score a casual 25. <laughs> yeah. Call me crazy. I thought Mark Jackson was carrying that team, bro. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. <laughs> Um, I think I think Kawhi has a much better chance of being MVP than Kyrie. Not because of the pieces in Toronto, though. I think Kawhi is not exactly a one-man show, but I think if we're going to compare to any MVP season, definitely not himself. There's like nowhere near it, but it would kind of look like how Russell Westbrook did a couple years ago. I think not as many shots, but, you know, he's going to take a lot of shots, and he will distribute better, and he's going to get a lot of boards. Not better Whereas, than Russell Westbrook, but... 
He's, he's, he's going to give his team a better chance, you know. He's just going to oh, be all sure. around more valuable. And in the playoffs, I'd say the Raptors go further in a Kawhi year than a Russell Westbrook MVP year. And I didn't mean to just look at you, Jeremy, but you walked in with a freaking Thunder hat on. Listen. Listen. It was Thunder up. Of Carmelo Anthony. Thunder up. 3-1. <laughs> it's Carmelo Anthony. That's all I'm saying. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, the reason I asked is because, according to Vegas, the odds for Kyrie winning MVP are plus 1,500, and the odds for Kawhi winning are plus 950. So Kawhi is a much heavier favorite. Yeah. I, would, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. If he comes back healthy. Would you yeah, agree, though, that Joel Embiid and Kyrie Irving have an equal chance? Because according to Vegas, that's true. I think Joel Honestly, Embiid should yes. have more. If Joel is be on the too. court for, like, every other game, you know? Not even every. That would be, no, he should be on it for more than three quarters of the season. Well, the point is that he can't stay on the court without getting hurt. Exactly. So, I mean, so on I Twitter, talking to if you don't, if you don't play every game, then I feel like it's hard to win the MVP. I mean, true. Chris Paul balled up, but he missed a lot of games last season. Yeah, yeah true. So that's what kind of ruined his chances. He was on more State Farm commercials than he was on the court. <laughs> that's true. That is entirely true. I mean, no offense I mean, to, like, Paul. Joel Embiid or anything, but I don't see any way in this type of league that's, like, fast-paced up and down the court, I don't see any way a big man can win MVP. It's true. Yeah. Besides Anthony Davis. Besides yeah, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Well, Anthony Davis is like a he, super t- small he's forward. Just a, he's yeah, super he's athletic. Injured. When Joel Embiid runs up and down the court, you can tell there's like his knees are bopping yeah. every step <laughs> yeah. he takes. Anthony Davis has all around game. Him and Joel Embiid are both flashy, but Joel Embiid is just all flashy. Yeah, you know, he just goes, goes for all, all facets. I, I agree. Kind of like that. my fifth grade YMCA season. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven five and five. Oh baby! All right, <laughs> goggles on. <laughs> and now we're gonna Listen move to on. Maroon five for the king. <laughs> this love has taken its toll. Uh, so now we're gonna move on to our uh, rookie of the year. This is actually gonna be pretty exciting, I think, because this draft class looks pretty talented yeah. compared to years past. Minus last year. Last year was very good. Last year, but, was, but like before the season started, no one thought it was going to be as deep yeah. as it was. It was kind of just a few names. Like no one thought Donovan Mitchell was going to be. Respect like they thought the it was going to be. Yeah, no one Respect thought it was going to be. You're right, Dan. The 24 year old rookie and the and the sophomore rookie that was Ben Simmons, even though that was the season before. There goes that man. <laughs> so yeah, actually, really quick, everybody who agrees that Donovan Mitchell should have been MVP, say I. One, uh, two, three. Tatum. I. Tatum. Okay. I, I agree with Tatum. Between the, the two, year. between the two, yeah. Last year. Yeah. Last year. Last year. Ooh, excuse me. <laughs> Rudy, last year. Between him and Mitchell, which I don't mm-hmm. I mean, If it was an actual rookie season for Ben Simmons and not, like, the bullshit that it's going through. I think that's a key word is actual, though. Yes, that's what I'm saying. If it was yeah. his actual rookie season, then I would say with the numbers that Ben Simmons had, then it should have been him. Yeah. But, but it was that it was his sophomore season. He'd been with the team and everything every game. Like, he's gone through the training of the NBA, So and Donovan Mitchell was, like, straight rookie and still did all the stuff he did, and it was crazy what he was doing, honestly. So, like, by that logic, do you think this for Harry Giles this year, he's pretty hyped coming into the season. Do you think Harry Giles this is, shouldn't count as his rookie year either, even though he had a torn ACL, MCL, and meniscus and really couldn't do anything? Either way, I think, I think that um, if it's Ben Simmons first, the field, I'm taking Ben Simmons again um, this year for rookie of the year. I feel like there's not much competition in terms of that. 
um, just because he's already had like almost two whole seasons of practicing with NBA players. <laughs> That's true. Um, kind of mops everyone out of the water, if you ask me. Um, so yeah, I I just don't see one anyone else but Simmons. Yeah, these past couple seasons have been a great head start for him. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's his name? Ben Attendee played what couple games his rookie year and still counted as a rookie the next season. Yeah. So. Um, no one cared then. Why do we care now? We shouldn't. I feel like I people don't. only care because people love Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And no one really looks at Ben Simmons and been like, man, that's a great guy. Because yeah, he says, like, two words, like, every week. And he's from Australia, which is kind of, like, if, you know, Del Vadova. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa Delhi. Joe, or Joe Ingles. Bogut. Right. Yeah, fuck Bogut. Joe Ingles. <laughs> Continue. Uh, <laughs> And uh, so right now, Vegas has the top five being Doncic as the favorite, DeAndre Ayton as the second, Colin Sexton as the third, Kevin Knox as the fourth, and Marvin Bagley as the fifth. I'm sorry. I am not on the Marvin Bagley hype train at all. I like Marvin Bagley, but with what his preseason was, I really... He was terrible in Summer League. He did not stand out at all. Anybody that's in Sacramento, I'm not on that hype train. I don't know. I'm sorry, but it seems to be a black hole of good players. You know, it has Tyree, a weird like Tyree quagmire of there. teams. Yeah. Like their players, they have all like if you put them on other teams, I feel like they would flourish so much better. Yeah, like Jimmer for Jimmer for dead anywhere else. The Shanghai Tigers. Shanghai. They held Vince, sharks. sharks. They held Vince Carter back like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. He used to be able to jump over people, and now he's just a fat and 40 years old. <laughs> and he's on an Atlanta. He's old or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't know if yeah. you saw that swin- 360, 360 dunk yeah. by Vince Carter a few It's almost like six foot six or something. <laughs> <laughs> the way he did it from right under the hoop was wild. God. Just do it in the game, man. Uh, um, so for me personally, for rookie of the year, I don't want to sound like I'm like everyone else, but I am taking Luka Doncic as the rookie of the year. I, I know amongst this group, in particular, I'm definitely not with everyone, but I'm sorry. That kid just is so special. The way he's on the court, like I, I watched his Euro. I sound like like the typical like scout. I watched his Euro League highlights <laughs> against like, Granada FC. <laughs> I watched 140 hours of film. He just like, he just possesses this like ability. He's like. I don't even know what, what player I could like describe him to. I don't want to describe him like everyone's like describing. He has his so, like, like own. Play he style. has like the ability of LeBron where he can bring the ball up and do special things with it, but he definitely isn't like the muscle and the paint that LeBron is. He he's more, more can, like he's more yeah, he's more finesse. He's more flexible to do like layups. He can also dish out with good court vision. But like Dan pointed out, if you go and we were watching some like of his plays, he does have this weird like sporadic dribbling motion that you could tell like he's definitely thinking on this on the fly when he's dribbling, and his hands are much slower than his head. And I feel like that definitely will create some like space for him to turn the ball over. But at the same time, he does have a really good shot, and I think regardless, the Euro shot is the same thing. At, like, if you can shoot in the Euro, your, your European league, you can shoot in the NBA. Yeah, Dantas is just that guy at pickup that just puts his head down, goes down the entire court, somehow doesn't lose his dribble, throws it up, and it goes in. <laughs> See, in I agree with that. I, I don't think I think Doncic will be a good role player. Like at the end of his career, he'll be like a good player, but like I don't think he's gonna win a rookie of the year. I don't like Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, Dirk was garbage. Don't be mad. That's Dirk is like a great player. Nothing impressive in that career. Thousand points mean something to you? No, no. (laughs) Scoring's the only thing in the NBA anymore. There's no defense. It doesn't matter. 
Anyone can score 30k. I could go in there and drop probably 30 in of three seasons. Yeah, zero, zero boards and zero assists, though. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to take probably an average, probably like 50 shots a game, and probably, <laughs> probably score two points a game. But yeah, on the idea right. of no playing defense, I, I honestly like Aiden as my um, rookie of the year. I, I've got to go with Aiden. I, I mean, like I, I loved him in college. Um, even though he was probably getting cars and twenty grand a year and the low <laughs> from the coach, but that, that's uh, gang some women on side. Shout out Sean Miller. That's just, that, that's just ball, baby. I don't know. You get, I, I you're like bringing paid. money in, you get paid. I mean, that's why I'm at UNH. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're siphoning. Money I hate cars and money. <laughs> I feel like he's just such a, he's just such a powerful big. Um, he's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, no, um, I, he's the most stand-up for me, um, aside from Grayson. I feel like that's just kind of one of the tops to um, to, to to take rookie of the year. On a real like here, I am also on the Grayson Allen hype train. Am. Like he can definitely be a functional player in this league, and no. but I don't think he'll win rookie of the year. But I definitely think he will be one of the more service players in this draft. He has role player like guaranteed. I think. Yeah. No. He this preseason and like summer league, he definitely showed like. The games in preseason, especially when they're playing against actual teams, he showed very good signs of being a player that could bring the Jazz even more, like even further on into the playoffs. I was like, be one of those sixth man. I don't see him be like a starter, but like in the end of his career, but he definitely will be a great role player. He's learning from a great uh, player on the bench uh, or starter, depending on how you feel about him. Uh, Big Joe Ingles over here. Big Joe Ingles. I said some mean words about him in a little a little bit ago. But <laughs> he's a great I shooter. Joe. I just I just don't think he's that good. I think so. Jeremy doesn't like him because he single handedly dismantled the Thunder last year when they decided not he to guard. Single handedly, he literally sunk he really like five no, threes he, a game. He you destroyed us. You left him open. It wasn't only him that destroyed. He's got like us. the second best three point percentage in the league, and you left him wide open. You know, I think Billy don't say you really left him wide open. I didn't. If I was in the game, I would have done a lot different. Or if I was coaching that game, I would have. If you were going one on one against Joe Ingles, you would lose twenty one. Well, yeah, I'd lay, I'd lay down and just let it happen. Because let the record show, Jeremy has bragged about playing against Mo Bamba. I, I I don't I haven't bragged. It's just it's cool to think about that I played against. Mo How many Bamba. points did you drop, Jeremy? Eighteen points, baby. Let's go. No one here believes it. I've uh, not at all. Jeremy. I've Ask never heard this story. How did this Share happen? with the viewers, Jer. All right. It's, it By the way, Jeremy quit the team season after. No, <laughs> two seasons after. Oh, excuse me. No, I I just played him in high school. He was in a private school around where Can I was. Can you uh, give us some info here? He went to Cardigan Mountain High School. It was a private school near Dartmouth College. And it's like you go there and you can get an extra year of playing in the league or in, in high school, so you get an extra year a of PG progression. Year. Yeah. yeah. And like a bunch of people from Lebanon, like Lebanon right around me did that. And we had a scrimmage against them because we didn't play them in the regular season. We just played against them to, on a weekend. And my uncle worked for Cardigan. He was a, an assistant coach. And he was like, he told our coach that there was someone that was like a seven-footer that was could dribble, can shoot, can do all this stuff. Like To warn us, like, we have to make sure we're guarding him. There's no one that's on the team. That's really hard to guard. We got into the game and... We didn't see him walk. He walked out late, and we were like, that's the kid they're talking about? And then he walked underneath the door, and I was like, yikes, I'm hoping I'm not guarding him this game. And we got in the game. First first possession, I got it on the post, and my coach was like, don't be scared to go up against him, and he blocked me three times straight. And I was like, all right, I'm going to have to. Don't be scared. You're Superman. <laughs> After that, I was like, all right, I'm going to need to start doing other things. 
and then it leads to more, and I scored 18, <laughs> like, you know? Like pulling up from 45 feet away. <laughs> you wish I could shoot back then. I was just a big man. and So you dropped 18 on him. And he dropped 21 on us, but I wasn't guarding him. Oh. He, he was guarding me for most of the game. He was talking trash to me. I had it on the like, three-point line, and he always would just tell me to shoot, and I was just like... Nope, sorry, I'm not doing that. I'm not getting taken out of the game. So, uh, long story short, short, there will be a rapper that creates a song called Jeremy Batten soon, <laughs> based hey, off this podcast. Please. The rapper's name will be Jeremy Batten. <laughs> put pop off six three style. Do you want to like um, challenge again? No, no, I would not want to challenge that. My, I wouldn't want. If you're go. listening, Jeremy is asking you to do a one v one for charity. For charity. I don't have money to give to charity, <laughs> so if I lose, um, I'll shake your hand and walk away. <laughs> I, think you just I mean, I'd play him one-on-one, but I know I'd get smacked. It would just be cool to say I played against an NBA player. What if he remembered you? He Well, I commented on his Instagram post one time, and he answered me saying he didn't play against me, and then I told him it was Cardigan versus Mascoma, and he deleted his comments. Ooh. So he Twitter was, beef with Bo. He, oh, no. he was hiding. No, you can't find it now. No, I know. I'm just curious about what this is gonna look like. How many? How popular is Mo Bamba? Oh, really popular. He, that was what. That was when he was. Be, that was before he committed to Texas. Like he was like, yeah. And it's like he was like top in the nation for high school prospects. And I just want to say Texas is a great college. Housing him and Kevin Durant, they're gonna have some great players oh, to come out of this. One of his photos. Football team is no better. Way. I want to say, <laughs> though, his my take for Rookie of the Year is Mo Bamba. Wow. Really? Yes. It's just a respect thing. No, you think, but like, I just think that in this situation, he has him and Isaac. Isaac Jonathan Isaac can have, like... I think Jonathan Isaac's going to have a huge year. He's going to have a huge year. And with him opening up space with Aaron Gordon, too, I think Aaron Gordon's great. And I think Terrence Ross is going to have another breakout year. What do we think about Lonnie Walker, even though he's hurt? I'm a big fan of Lonnie Walker. I like Lonnie Walker. I think a big sleeper is Michael Porter Jr., no, if he comes when he once he comes back healthy. He... Michael Porter Jr. How bad did you want the Cavs to draft him? <laughs> really badly. Really, really I still bad. love you though, Colin. <laughs> I think Colin Sexton will have a good Colin year. I don't think good... he'll have a breakout like rookie year, but I think he'll have a great year. The Cavs would like have to be the sixth seed in order for Colin Sexton to be a rookie yes, of the no. year. I think he'll assume the starting role midway through the season. I'd say a quarter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think they'll start like George Hill. And George Hill does not be what they want for as a starter, and then they'll put Colin Sexton in, and he'll just run way better with the team. Yeah, like because Tyloo wants to run a faster up and down the court. He wants to be fast break because he doesn't know fact we're not going to be able to build up <laughs> any types of plays. You guys lost a slasher last year, didn't you? Like, like a real. Uh, I don't think you lost. Losing anything. Richard Wait, Jefferson was huge. Oh, that is true. He did retire. We can talk about the cast later. Channing Frost back. <laughs> we'll get back to it. I also think Shai Gilgis Alexander is a good pick for Rookie of the Year. I mean, the Clippers yeah. have like a really weird assemblance of talent. It's a weird, but like it could be really good. It reminds me a lot of the 2010 Denver Nuggets. True. Where they don't have like that one oh. star player. No star player on the Nuggets. No, yeah, like the Danilo Gallinari, Wilson Chandler. Kind of Fareed when he was good. Yeah, like that team that everyone's like, how the heck is this team like a fifth seed? Yeah, they were. It was basically everything the Knicks traded them for Melo. <laughs> and the Knicks Carmelo back, and they went from like actually being a good playoff team with Amari. That was when Amari was going off in the Amari, first half. Yeah. And then once they got Melo, they're like, we're taking off! And they actually sunk to like the seventh seed. Remember that whole that I'm coming home? Everyone, yeah. everyone got all hyped. And- Miami started shaking, and LeBron started getting scared. And 
the Celtics are like, oh my god, what are we going to do? Oh my god, but we have Chris Humphreys. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some dark times for Celtics fans. Yeah. There was some Jeff Green stuff. has another Brandon, heart problem. Brandon Bass was Loki's Jeff- best player. No, Jeff Green when he was healthy was like the best. Jeff player. Green was the Jeff best Green player. was he carrying the Mayo those. Clinic. <laughs> I I love Jeff Green just like Marquise Daniels. He was on two, my two oh, teams, nice. you know. Started off on the Thunder, and then we traded him, but that's okay. It's fine though. Yeah, Thunder used to be really land. good. Remember when you got rid of Oladipo? Yeah, but we got Paul George, so I'm happy about it. I wish it was Oladipo stayed when KD and made KD stay, but that's a different story. Yeah, something told me Kevin Durant was going to stay. My rookie of the year prediction is Kevin Knox, by the way. I am not surprised. I think with Chris Osborne's out for a considerable amount of time, he's just going to step up. Not exactly assume the role, but that boy is going to shine. I had an amazing feeling about Kyle Kuma last year after Summer League. I have an amazing feeling about Kevin Knox this year. Ugh. We all <laughs> changed my pants. <laughs> I think we can safely say among the four of us that none of us expect Trey Young to live up to the hype. I don't say live up to the I hype. I wouldn't that say he there's has. hype to begin with. I think he looks like a planter's peanut with hair. In my NBA preview predictions, I had like, the major question for the Hawks being how long do you think it will take for the Atlanta Hawks fans to realize that Trey Young is not Steph Curry, in which they had Donchish instead? I no, think that happened that. as soon as they did that little trade thing. I think you know that. why they did that though, right? I don't. Because the really new executive <laughs> for the Atlanta Hawks was one of the assistants on the Warriors. And when he wanted to build the same type of team that the Warriors have, and they looked at Trey Young and they're like, "Wow, that's the type. That's Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry. Didn't that's a movie Kings owner would make when he called a Buddy Heal uh, the next yeah. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. We got to have Trey Young. <laughs> He's a beast. But I don't know. I've never. I just. I don't know. I can't see Trey Young like translating over to the NBA. I, I see him. I can't. I can't see a guy who turned the ball over like eight times a game in college, like like being able to over yeah. the release that's at his hips. It's almost like a Sean yeah. Marion If Jimmer Fredette didn't make it in the NBA and didn't turn the ball over nearly as much as Trey Young, Trey Young will not make it. I just, I think. That's a great comparison. I, I was going to say, I think, but I think he'll be a little bit better than Jimmer was in the NBA wise. Jimmer was okay in the. I think Trey Young. i about Young's to slap you, dude. No, I think, <laughs> I think Trey Young will realize. Well, so 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 the other day was it? I was with Corey, right? When we were watching the Trey Young full game highlights when he had forty stem and he took like, you. I I I've never shots. seen the actual footage of him shooting every single shot, and I think he only shot like thirty percent that game, and he missed. I could I couldn't even like believe how many shots he missed that game and how terrible he was. No. And yet ESPN just like hyped him up so much last year. I think almost yeah, because every other day was a Trey Young post comparing him to Steph and, and all he was of shooting cuts. from like the logo, but he took ten shots to make it from the logo. So I agree with you on that part, but I think his IQ like he has I think he has a good basketball IQ to where the point he'll start shooting and he'll have really bad shooting, but he's gonna know he's in the NBA and if he keeps doing that. He's going to get released, traded to a terrible team. He's on the Hawks. Prove us wrong, Trey. I don't know where you can be worse than the Hawks right now. They're the but, worst team in the NBA. So, sure. I, but I think he'll be, like, a smarter and just be, like, more of a real point guard and, like, actually know what to do with the ball and become an actual point guard, not just a shooter. Mark my words. Trey Young will be the third-string point guard on the Hawks by the end of the year. This behind Jeremy Lin and Cuevo Huncho. <laughs> Take off. <laughs> also, no one brings up how short Trey Young is. He is really He's going to get that shot blocked at least twice per game. I hope so. He's going to get the Lonzo ball treatment game one. Remember when Patrick Beverly, like, 
bullied the shit out of Lonzo in the first game of last year, and everyone's like, oh, God, what's what's, what's up with Lonzo? <laughs> Everyone, like, I don't know who the Hawks are playing. This guy was a baller. Who are the Hawks playing playing, play, play, playing in their first game? You... Uh, I'll look it up. Because <laughs> I want to know who that team, point guard is. Yeah, if it's even a... Can't say good team because any team that we're gonna play. They're playing the Knicks. Hawks, Knicks, Knicks start off one and zero. Kevin Knox, <laughs> Kevin Knox, let's go. Mark my words. French Prince, aka Frank Ntilinka, will shut down Trey Young to below ten points. I'm so happy uh, we're talking about the Fresh Prince. He's the new Victor Oladipo. Ooh. Ooh. That's a topic for later. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's a little bit of a hot take. But Spoiler. I think I got his nickname wrong too. I called him the Fresh Prince. It's the, the French, French Prince. Prince. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. If I can go back to MVP, a dark horse would be Victor Oladipo for me. I think he had a great season last season, but he's just going to continue to grow. Like he's going to be an amazing player this season. I'm really like, and with Miles I think Tyler. very highly of the Pacers this year. No, I, I especially with the Tyreek Evans pickup. Like I love that pickup. That was the most underrated pickup of the off season. I was well, I was legit well, waiting to see where he was going to go. I wanted to see what team was actually going to be able to grab him because he is an underrated player. He had a really good year last year. No one really talked about it, and. He just put up like electric numbers, and that going to their bench is gonna be huge because yeah. that you saw it in that Cavs Pacers series. That once like Victor came to the court, they really were yeah. they were relying on Bogdan Bogdanovich over there to sink those shots. And he's great, but he's not gonna carry your bench unit. No, he because he's not not a very consistent player. Like he can score like a lot of points in, like on a given night, but not he's not consistent. Like he it's just every other night. He'll be able to score 20 points for you off the bench, and that's what the only scoring off the bench for the Pacers basically was. But I think that Young can also carry him pretty far. I think the Pacers are like, like probably the greatest team of the past, like five or six years. I think every year they give LeBron a scare. I mean, I think there's been three separate years that I thought the Pacers were going to run off LeBron. Like that seat, that one two years ago where the Pacers were the eight and the Cavs were the one. And it, that was yeah. the last year of Paul George being there. Yeah, they, the year that he did it Chris, when he was in Miami. When Chris Bosh got hurt, I thought oh, Roy Hibbert was literally going to the greatest the team ever. The yeah. the 2012 Pacers. Roy Hibbert, Roy zero Hibbert. points, baby. <laughs> Roy, Roy Hibbert. Hibbert. I thought he was dominant. He kind of did dominate for a little bit. He was. Series. He was that whole year. George Hill. That was that when was, was actually good. His prime. <laughs> that was when Chris Bosh's importance kind of became like known to everyone because they were like, "All right, what's this guy doing? He's just kind of hanging around LeBron and Wade." But as soon as he got hurt, everyone started. To Norris be Cole's better. <laughs> <laughs> Norris Cole's coming in hot. I thought no. I Y'all thought sleeping Pacers. on Haslam. <laughs> Udonis didn't even touch the court. Mike Miller. <laughs> Mike Miller. Remember Jane the shoe. <laughs> That's true. Shit. Wait, Shane, Shane Battier used to be a he was man over Bosch. Those uh, Heat teams. Yeah, no, he was. And Mike Miller. They both sealed Mike Miller. Always... James Jones also would come in and drop like, <laughs> like four, four threes, threes in a row. Yeah. It's like... And everyone's like, James Jones is insane. You'd be up like, the team would be up <laughs> like 10 and they'd be like, oh, we're going to beat the Heat. And then James Jones was coming. Bang, 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 bang. And then they're down by 20. Again. Those Heat teams were so scary. I'm a Cavs fan and the Cavs never reached those no. Miami Heat levels of dominance. They yeah. could have nights that they they were the Warriors scoring wise without the shooting like they could just dominate in every aspect like they were really good defense too they were, yeah their defense was so crazy. Birdman played like like Jordan when they were already up by <laughs> forty points so let's not forget about him Birdman was hyped up not hyped up he was hyped <laughs> hope he, he got hyped. the catfishing worked out I will say my favorite dunk ever though Paul George demolished Birdman in that playoff game. 
Hey, that is like the best dunk I've ever watched in my life. Oh, you have to make it about the Thunder, don't you? Yeah, come on. What? Paul George is on the Pacers back <laughs> then. Saying, he's, he's your boy, though. Paul George is my boy. I Wait, love do you Paul really George. think Tyreek Evans to the Pacers was the best, best move offseason? I thought it was the most underrated move. What about Trevor Ariza to the Suns? Oh my, they're going to win the shit this year. That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> We're gonna, that's, like the, that's like the most pointless. We're going to transition from cohesive teams to teams in disarray. Uh, we'll talk about the Timberwolves on offseason. Oh, wow. That was, what are yeah. you talking about? What happened? I oh, I, well, I can summarize it for you. It? Oh, yeah, so, you know, it. squeaked into the playoffs last year. Everyone's like, oh, this is pretty cool. And yeah. then they get absolutely destroyed by the Warriors, or the Rockets. Yeah, it was Rockets. It was the Rockets. And uh, Cat, Cat from looking like a future all-star <laughs> to looking like uh, Birdman on the Cavs. <laughs> putting up, like, terrible numbers, and Jimmy Butler is looking around like, I wish this was the 2,000 Bulls I was playing yeah. with. And then Cat, Cat got $2 million. And then Wiggins yeah. really, really earned his money in that in that game. I mean, he just... Ugh. Wiggins is, like Jimmy Butler said, has so much talent, just doesn't know how to use it. That team is so weird. And what they do, they looked... Tibbs looked at that roster, he's like, how make this better? I know! Let's add Bulls players from the 2010 season! So Luol Deng got cut by the Lakers, and he, he took a fl- plane right to Minneapolis, Joe signed Kim up Noah, Minnesota. He's ready to roll. <laughs> Joakim Noah's waiting, waiting to stick it. Once Jimmy Jimmy Derrick Rose is already there. Taj is there. Right, I will say, Derrick Rose in the recent like, one preseason and at the end of last season, he looked like one of the brighter spots on the Minnesota team. Like, he could have a – like, he won't ever be Derrick Rose MVP again, obviously. But I think he will Ouch. be – I think he'll, like, come back into it and actually be a, like, good player for Minnesota than probably Wiggins would be. To be fair, Tyus Jones probably looks like a hype player on that Minnesota team right now. <laughs> there, that is very true. <laughs> so what do we think is going to happen? Because obviously there's been trade rumors ever since, like, the news came out, and it just seems like it's like a dumpster fire in there with that roster. So I was thinking, and you've, there's also been Anthony Davis surfacing trades like that he wants to leave. I personally don't believe those. So what do you think is going to happen with these Butler and Davis situations? Because both of them are targeted around the L.A. area. But it also just came up that neither of them want to play with LeBron or Kawhi. They would, if they go to L.A., they want to play for the Clippers. So do we see Butler staying? Because it seems like management really wants him to. I do not see Butler staying. I don't know where he's going, but I think he's gone at the trade deadline. I think... The place he could go is uh, Milwaukee. I think if they what could, trade package do you think they'd have to work? Because they're trying to get rid of Gorgie Dang too. Yeah, they would have to. It'd be a kind of. It would kind of be a difficult trade. I'd feel like because you don't for I, Milwaukee. I'd, I wouldn't want to give up like my my pieces. I wouldn't with Brogdon. I would want to keep. I'd want to like keep obviously Giannis that they would definitely ask for. There actually this did come up in trade uh, that the Bucks would have wanted Chris Middleton. The Bucks would have to They're give up Chris Middleton. Too much to give him up. You yeah, can't no, get rid of Chris I don't Middleton. Want I, that's no. what I'm saying. Right that's now, I, if can't. I'm paying Butler that massive contract, I am keeping. I would keep Chris Middleton over Jimmy Butler. Yeah, Ooh, no. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is a very underrated. Yeah. This is Chris. Very if the Bucks player. are going to be as good as people say they're going to be, this means Chris Middleton is going to become like one B on, on this team. Yeah. No. I think. I think Chris Middleton is a great player. I, I just I I wouldn't see them giving him up. They're smart enough that the core they have right now, <laughs> that if they were to give up Butler, they'd give him like picks maybe or something that wouldn't be trading away a piece that they 
need to have success because I think Butler could is a kind of hit or miss on a team because he's like he destroys locker rooms sometimes. But like, he made that Minnesota, Minnesota take a huge jump. You like, know, I I did see something interesting the other day for both Davis and Butler. Um, possibility is um, straight to Indiana for one of, for either of them um, for Thad Young, Leaf. Um, and Sabonis, I think, was a, was a third piece. Um, I saw that uh, Davis was the higher priority, I think. I would rather I would have Davis than, Davis than any of those. I think yeah. Anthony Davis and Victor Oladipo could cause some serious Ooh, yeah, damage. That would be they would nasty. Be um, but the same pack works for for, you keep for Bogdanovich. That's amazing. I just I don't see and Tyreek. <laughs> I'd rather I think for Indiana you would rather just go for Anthony Davis and not go for Jimmy Butler. I don't see the reason of having Jimmy Butler. You have Victor Oladipo is a better yeah he's a better player yeah. than like he's the same type of player but he's shown more he's more potential. athletic like, than yeah, Jimmy he's Butler. He's, he's but Jimmy like, Butler is a better defender. Victor Oladipo start I think. He's gonna. He has a lot more defense coming this year. I'm sorry. Was Victor Oladipo on the grit and grind 2010 Bulls? I don't think so. No, but he was on the Thunder. I look at Jimmy Butler as the guy on the Timberwolves who they would probably look to to take the clutch shot, and I think you could argue that Cat is a much better option. Andrew Wiggins, in the past couple of years, has been kind of clutch for them when it matters. I just don't see Jimmy Butler. First of all, I don't see Minnesota getting in any you know spots where they really need a clutch moment from too many people because they're going to blow this year. I genuinely think that. But Jimmy Butler is just not valuable on the court besides his defense. His production is going down. Also, he's just so toxic in the clubhouse. That's a big He's Thanks, huge in playing Butler. cards. He's the Red Sox, wide. 2000, what, 2011? Chicken and beer, baby, <laughs> 2012. Bobby Valentine. I hope you're dead. It's going to be Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You heard it here first. I hope all is well, actually. No, I don't. Serious repercussions you, for that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean... We get fired from TNH for some I really don't think Davis is going to get traded. Traded, 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 traded. I'm sorry. I don't There's no way that you're giving him up. He's just a once, like, a once-in-a-lifetime player. Like, you're not going to get... The Pelicans aren't going to get someone like that. If I were that. the Pelicans, I would offer him the Smoothie Center to stay. <laughs> you can have the Smoothie King Center if you stay. If I was New Orleans, I'd offer him the keys to the city to make him stay, okay? Forget yeah. Drew Brees' passing record. We need you, Anthony Davis. He's the second biggest thing for New Orleans other than Drew Brees. Arguably the best thing. Because if they can get more pieces, if he could, I feel like what's more likely is he attracts more pieces to come to New Orleans than for to leave. Because I think he could, he his potential that he has in his game, I think a lot of players in the league have seen it. Like all the star players want, would love to play with him. Like honestly, you see it every All Star game. Yeah, like he, anytime he plays with a player of his caliber, like he just looks. Leaps and bounds yeah, above he's, them. Like the he's, there's only like two players in the league I would say are better, are like, like yeah, better than Anthony Davis, and that's LeBron, Kevin Durant. Yeah. I, I, and I, I would wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I just think, I think there, I, I think he's getting to the level where he's about this. You can't say they're I'd say better. He's equal to Kevin yeah. Durant. I, I'm, I think he's getting to that level, especially. I'm not gonna Le- put anyone above LeBron. No, or LeBron is too. just like, like you can't put someone above LeBron. Like but Jordan. KD, he's getting there because. If Katie stayed on the Thunder or a team he, that it was like his own, like when he was on the Thunder, I would say he would probably still be putting up crazy numbers. Like, but now that he's on the Warriors, he's shown like he's like obviously valuable to a team. Like you take him off the Warriors team, they're obviously still going to be good. Like, we've seen that in the past, but people figured out their three point. Like San Antonio has come so close with Kawhi Leonard multiple times to knocking them off just because they know how to play defense. And a defensive team against the Warriors is like. 
they've they knew how to play. Now Boogie, it's kind of a lot harder to deal with that. But. Anthony Davis has said it so many times in the past where he genuinely believes that he's the best player on the planet. I mean, we just said that he's probably the third best, maybe Four second seconds. best he's tied in the NBA. Yeah. So why would he leave? Great to, players to to don't team. leave. That's the thing. He would want to attract pieces to... <laughs> hey, LeBron and Jay. Wait a second! So. Yeah, that was kind of a hot tip. Yeah, <laughs> Two best players in the league. <laughs> no, I, I just feel like... I don't know. I feel like LeBron leaving isn't the same thing as KD leaving. No, it's, maybe we for the Heat. The Heat is the closer. At some point. Not to the Lakers, but like when LeBron left to the Heat, that's a closer representation of the KD thing, but it's still not. It's not even close. Not, it's like more of the same situation. You're going to a better team than what you were on just to win, but a lot less of a... Tell me, whose best friend was on the Warriors for KD, though? <laughs> Undrafted Draymond? Andre Iguodala? David Lee was a nice guy. <laughs> Andrew Bogut was pretty good. Is right. it Corey? Yeah! Let's have a... This is a good transition to the next thing we want to talk about. Um, so everyone's talking about this Boogie signing, which when we read it, all read it, I think we all were like, how the hell is this even possible? I still have a picture For of such... Dan where he said he's done with the NBA, no lie. I, uh, I feel like I was... I was close. To, I was honestly like... Every, here it is. Everyone on, in, on like the planet, I think, is thinking this is... Everyone's talking about how they're just going to win again, but... Is it possible that having Boogie in general is going to actually bring this team down a few pegs? Because this team already, according to David West, who was in their locker room, said that this team was really close to like imploding with like the attitudes they have in that locker room. And last time I checked, Boogie didn't win any Best Teammate awards recently. So I don't think he's going to really contribute to that chemistry of that locker room. I have a, I have a question because this is actually crucial to their success. Um, is Swaggy P still up in the air? Uh, no, Swaggy P is not signed right now. So, yeah, he's still up in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's... If he doesn't come back, I don't see the... Warriors finished sixth in the West this year. You heard it here. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you don't have someone like Swaggy P to celebrate in the end, like, what's there to look to? Like, why even win in the first Because, you know, KD's just going to, like... Just, Doris you get Steph Curry going over to Riley Curry for, like, the 20th time. Oh, Ian has some Ian. hot takes about Riley Let's Curry. not bring Riley Curry. I like Riley Curry. I'm sorry. I think she's just been a little bit of a showboat since she was like two years old. <laughs> Get over yourself. You're not even in kindergarten. Actually, at this point, I think she is in Shut kindergarten. Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> just, just for the record, um, we have this written down. Is that Corey, Jer, and I all do like Riley Curry, and Ian's by himself on that boat. Um, so if there's any repercussions <laughs> for that. You can get at Ian, Ian Lenahan 11. At Ian yeah, it's, it's, yeah. His, his opinion does not speak for all of us. We yeah. love the, we love p- the Curry pizzazz. The, Curry. the rest of the Curry family's great. I'm not saying Riley couldn't be better. That being said, we don't hate... The, I think everyone knows why people hate the Warriors. No one hates it because of Steph Curry, really. No, He's a cool guy. Yeah. It, there's just, He's amazing. There's they just, hate the Warriors because of... Clay Thompson, dude. Oh my god. That dude never shuts sort of up. <laughs> now, obviously, it's, co- so it's obviously to start with the KD situation. Can't dunk in China. <laughs> Can't even do a three. Doesn't even sell good chocolate milk. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's keep it's it real. Straight up. Take it down a few pegs. Government pick. chocolate milk. It's not even a brand. It's like, here, got this from the stands. Everybody hates the Warriors because of what Kevin Durant did. Yeah, and now with do? Boogie, it's just even worse. Yeah, Jeremy, why don't you summarize the oh, KD move for us? to what LeBron did with the Heat. It is kind of, but not the same level. Level. That's true. He, LeBron he, did have an adequate player like Westbrook in Cleveland. Remember Mo Williams? That's oh, uh, yeah, I and, do. <laughs> and Booby Gibson. Those two were a lethal combo. Delonte West, Listen. who was his father. 
<laughs> Listen, the Thunder were a great team, and I don't know why he ever left, but he did. I know why after you choked. Oh. He, he was part of that choke. Thunder up, baby! Yeah. You know what great leaders usually do? They pack up and move to the other side that I, they lost to. True. I think it's severely <laughs> yeah. overlooked that the Thunder also blew a 3-1 lead. I feel like... It is severely overlooked. I That is... Like that I was, was a bigger. Very sad. At least like, I don't with, mind both. Like with the with the Warriors blowing the three run lead, they had, a, they had a reason to blow that lead. Like with Draymond being out, Bogut being hurt, like you had no reason to lose. We were that going against the series. best team ever. You're up. You were the better team in the playoffs. Yeah, ever. I wouldn't say ever. No, I I consider a main best regular guy. season team ever. Best regular Doing season. Fun, yes. Yeah. Record wise, yes. I still don't think. If it was the Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan days, like I still think the it's Bulls all, could take it's it. It's such a diff different game. It's it, all about it's, rules. There'd be a lot of fouls called if they played now. There would be no fouls called then. I feel like it's true. Just, that's why, really I, that's why I hate the, Yeah. That's it's, why on a side so note, I hate the LeBron Michael argument because LeBron is better. Like, I think I can't. I don't have an opinion. LeBron on it. is a better physical yeah. overall player. LeBron is the most freakish athlete yes, no. in the history of the planet. Nobody was after last season Michael like, Jordan could play tight end for anybody at any stage <laughs> of his career. Like nobody was After saying. last season I just was LeBron was just like he showed how good he was and I swear that wasn't even as good as he could be. Like he was doing everything for the Cavs, but he could have done more. Like if he he could have scored fifty every night. For LeBron and the fatigue. But J.R. Smith Held onto the ball and True. lost the game. That was yeah, that was a Groucho that was, was one of the most. I've never man. felt so sad for a billionaire in yeah. my entire life. True, for a man who put everything out there on the line. Corey, you look like you need some Balto. What's that? <laughs> you know, I really didn't think we we're gonna win that series anyway. But being so close in game one and losing it, I just felt like. <laughs> I felt my pants get really tight, and then I felt a droop happen really quick. <laughs> Thanks, Jr. Thanks, Pipe. <laughs> you know, I thought he—I honestly, genuinely thought he had something in mind. I thought he like thought he was gonna like, run out. He's gonna swing some Hennessy and chuck up field. a half-court shot for the game. Like uh, I, I just—I think. Still looking for Kyrie. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Oh wait, wait. Oh, Kyrie. Kyrie didn't play that series, did he? Oh, I think he was out. Was he out? Yeah, oh. he was yeah. filming for Uncle Drew. That's uh, true. That's true. That's great great movie. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen here. that movie. We were talking about Boogie Warriors and Boogie. Will it, will it like make them worse? I uh, I think it has a 50-50 chance. To be I think worse. this is the last year the Warriors are even close to dominant. I think that could be the best thing to happen to basketball right uh, now is if ooh. he implodes <laughs> the Warriors. I can explain. I there's yeah, there's yeah, so yeah, many so many good young teams out there that just are kind of overshadowed by the Warriors being so good. The Jazz, the Jazz the Rockets, are the Jazz the Celtics, are the Sixers. You could I argue just, pretty soon the Lakers, and I, I think just a couple think, of us will. I don't think the Sixers are like a serious danger in playoffs. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Corey, but can you explain, Corey. Explain right. what you're saying. The Warriors so last let me just lay out this Warriors season the way I see it going out. They don't have Boogie for at least half, half the. I'm assuming 75 percent of the year. Probably yeah. So they're going to roll with the same set four, and they lost their homeboy JaVale, as we all know. So They, just, they lost good. Zaza, too. So now who's their starting center? I have actually... Damian I, Jones. I, no, Damian Jones, and, but they have Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell will probably start. I think Bell is actually could be a really good, like... Yeah. So they're going to roll with those five. Their bench got a lot weaker. Damian Jones is their team. If they don't get Nick Young back, I'm telling you. They lost some garbage. valuable pieces. Um, they... <laughs> they... Have Jonas Yurekbo yeah, now. Come on. 
Ooh. Um, so they're obviously their front, their five are gonna like slice and dice. They'll probably become like still first or second seed. I'm assuming first, but like the off seasons where it's all gonna like the shit it's gonna start hitting the fan. You have Kevin Durant a free agent, Boogie a free agent, Clay's coming up on a free agent decision. You're basically locked up with Curry. You're not gonna be able to sign all four of those guys. I'm assuming Draymond, uh, not Draymond. I'm assuming Boogie's leaving after this year. I think and KD's leaving. I think I, both of them are shipping out the door. We'll see. I, I see the KD. I can agree with that. But I think if this season, if especially if they don't want to ring this year, if they can't continue this like going, I'm gonna just be like, I'm gonna go somewhere else now. You're also getting a year older of Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala, who are old but ser- were serviceable players in the past. Even last year, they did not. Look the way they did two years no, ago. Like they, I am convinced that Sean Livingston has never missed a shot from mid range. I am very <laughs> swear that, to God. That post fade. Literally. I, I, every time I watch him, he is like 90% from the mid range. His mid range is crazy. I don't understand. He's the tallest person, and then he'll just. Former he, calf. He'll pull up on whoever he wants in front, if he's within like three steps inside the three point line, he's making it. It's insane. It, and it's an ugly shot. I don't it's understand a it. Terrible shot. But it Rip always... to your knee, though. <laughs> Hardest YouTube video I've ever watched. Besides David Terry. Besides worst plays of all time. You and Jake Cutler. First ever played. Sean Livingston tearing his knee. <laughs> nah, I mean. No, I just think like. This video for me is the Howard Stern video. Oh, <laughs> I think. Oh, oh. No. Harsh at its coming. <laughs> I just think that with. I think if Boogie doesn't work out for them, if it starts being toxic, like the people I think it's going to be toxic with, honestly, it'll Draymond. be Draymond. They just, it's oh, obvious yeah. that they'll be those two. As long as, like, Boogie's not going to be there for 75% of the year, he's in the locker room. Right, he's, he's on the plane. Boogie's like, beefed with Kevin Durant before. Yeah, he was, he like hated KD. He was like, fuck, fudge the Warriors. I think Boogie being here this <laughs> that was exactly year, the quote I think he had. When though, Boogie yeah. gets back in line this year, has a really, really big indication as to whether or not Kevin Durant is going to leave. Because Kevin Durant wants to go play in a place where there's been a lot of history. Yeah, I, the, the Knicks. Knicks. That's where I think or, he's going. I I could see him wanting to play with As LeBron of right now. I could see him wanting to team up with LeBron. If you're looking at a team with a lot of history, yeah, Lakers would make sense sure. too. Yeah. Why is no one talking about the Bulls? <laughs> I mean, if we're talking, I think we're talking about that later. But I like the Bulls this year. I'd, I'm with you. I yeah. love Zach Levine. Dan called Lori Parker, Parker there, too. We will talk about it later. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll talk about that. But, uh, yeah, Forrest the Warriors. Our transitions right now. He's just bringing yeah, he's up future <laughs> topics. Uh, <laughs> it's a roundtable discussion. Dwayne Wade, most improved player. Um, most so, Cab so, Union, fire Instagram. Yeah, that's why I think the Warriors are going into decline, though. I think this is probably their last it, year. I could see. Being this see. force. I mean, honestly, every every team goes through a period. It, no team for, is gonna stay stacked forever. Yeah, it's all about man. They got lucky that they found Draymond being a diamond in the rough. They don't have to pay him anything because he was a mm-hmm. second round player. But now Draymond's gonna need to. He's gonna and they love Draymond out. because he's the culture of that locker room. It's he not Curry. And honestly, an absolute rock for them. Draymond has been. People have said like, is it Clay or Draymond? I you take Draymond. I feel like you keep Draymond. Oh, yeah. I have had conversations with multiple people that they're like. I, I hate Draymond, like, he shouldn't, like, if you were gonna, if you have a chance to get rid of him, get rid of him, he's, he's like, Ooh. terrible for their locker room. I feel like he's the one who keeps the locker room in one piece. Like, he may be, like, he may be vocal and maybe not the great, like, greatest player and he could be a dick, <laughs> but I feel like in the locker room, that's the type of guy you want. Like, he's keeping them all together. Like, he tells people what they're doing wrong, but he's, like, doing it in a way that they know that they need to fix it if he, they want to win. Like, he has the winning mentality that not every player has. He also has a boomerang downstairs. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that was an absolute dangle, bro. It was on the boat. <laughs> I love Clay. I, I honestly think Clay is a great player, too. Reddit was never the same. <laughs> Reddit was blowing up. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I feel like that. I feel like as much as I. I wouldn't say dislike. I have really used to not let light him on, but I'd say now I respect the shit out of him. You know, like he's just such a like a perfect player to have in your team. He pisses off other people. He's actually really good at defense. Oh, defense is he goes like one for twenty-five from three, but the one does matter when he hits. <laughs> it always is in the like. He's the so confident, quarter. like yeah. irrationally. He has yeah. like Marcus yeah. Smart level irrational yes. three-point <laughs> shot. Yeah, All right, Marcus he, Smart needs yeah. to chill out a little he's bit though. Sometimes the, he's, he's, he's just that little crazy part to him. You know, like that Kevin Garnett kind of like yeah, banging yes. your head against the, the, the wall. Yeah. You're mad. That's the kind of guy I want on my team. That's why I like Draymond. I, I look at Draymond Green as one of the few people in the league who leads as a usual leader does with their, their words and you know blah, not blah, by stats no. but nobody also leads with example you know like there's he's, times he's where always he, in contention for defensive play of the year he, he arguably should always win matters. it yeah he I mean, doesn't he does care both. about points he, he was the team to like he's a like he's like a rondo for bigs except for a better leader i feel like i, I agree with that because he only he does not care about stats all he wants to do is win the game like he is going to go yeah. for rebounds he's going to play hard defense he's, he's really good into the right. transition game because he is a unique power forward that can bring the ball yes. and act like a point guard that's, that's what made it so scary a couple years ago it was i think it was it, wasn't it was points. steals assists and rebounds yeah because he his def, his defense is he has a like massive basketball iq yeah that it's just i don't know I, I think he's a special player. Like a lot of people just hate him because of he, that he's had dirty plays that's happened that brought down his reputation. A lot of people just don't like him because of his personality. Yeah. But honestly, he's the type of player that I'd want on my team. Just I see him as the best leader in the NBA. Like over, I'm gonna say of course over LeBron. I think that's also what made the Warriors so scary was that they had they have four people without Boogie. They had four people who could bring it up, just grab the rebound and go. Like they're just a scary team. Like. And when it was just Curry and Clay in him, he could just grab the rebound on, and, and Clay didn't have to worry about grabbing the ball and dribbling it up. Like Draymond was gone, they could just set up on their spots, and it was just no one could keep with that. So, going off of leadership, now we're just going to jump over to the next, the up and coming team, team West, thanks to Mr. James, uh, the Lakers. James <laughs> yeah, James Jones retired, but I'm sure he's on the the Lakers staff somewhere. I was say. Um. <laughs> Because LeBron doesn't go anywhere without his homeboy, James it's like Jones. It's so low-key. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, James Jones technically has a ring because he was the water boy for the 2017 yeah. Cavs. Mr. 16, Jones 16. will be your strength and conditioning coach this year. <laughs> Any certification? No. So everyone, everyone's all over the place on this Lakers team. I just want to hear what you guys think is your realistic expectation considering how good the West is. I think well, we're actually pretty similar in no, I think I want to hear what you guys say. I want I want to hear what you guys I know me and Dan are similar. So, so I I um the other day or maybe a couple weeks ago, I don't know. Um we were discussing this and I I kind of ballparked them around like the 4 or 5 seed. Honestly, I feel like when you got a guy like LeBron and James on your team who Sorry, my opinion, best player to ever play the game. Um, I feel like he's just such a polarizing. How could you? He's such a polarizing force, and add to the fact that he made a Cavaliers team halfway decent. Add to that, have Kyle Kuzma, who's a legitimate player, Brandon Ingram, who could be an absolute stud after this preseason. Lonzo Ball, who has good vision, Rajon Rondo, Lance. Lance is a greedy guy. 
They're going to be a very scrappy. They got the goon squad on that. Very team. goon yeah, squad no. team. Yeah. Everyone's like, going to be most really fun bench I'll probably ever see in my no. life. <laughs> no, I, I think what I've what I'm excited for most is one, Ronda with LeBron. That's like one of like the biggest duos I want to happen because they're just like they have the most. I, I honestly think Ronda still has one of the best cues in the game of basketball. He's like yeah. an insane. IQ, but I think with LeBron, they can just be crazy. Like, I want to, like, to build off of what you said, I want to see this rotation as their small ball lineup. I want to see a rotation of Rondo at the point, Lonzo at the shooting guard. You got Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, and LeBron at center. I could, Watch that team run up the floor. That team is going to pack the ball all no, around. No, yeah, they would they would. Make and with Lonzo's really passes. good jumper that airballed on the first shot, I'm seeing magic. <laughs> I think no. I think also, it's amazing for Lonzo to two, have two people with Rondo and LeBron to learn from. Like it could make his career a lot better. Like he could be. In a he has spot the after. physical like ability to and be a really good. player. He has the IQ. To, he came in the league with a great IQ. Like, he had it, great plays last year. Yeah. Just his, his issue was not passing, he, he, he scoring, it was like shooting, the, and his defense needs to be a little bit better. Too. He was. Pre- he can be a amazing yeah, no, no, he's super tall. He's athletic. He's athletic as hell too. Like he can, can run around the court like like nothing. He's like and, and he, he bulked up. Yeah, he Mike Bibby style. Yeah, he bulked up a little bit. I don't know. I just I have high hopes for Lonzo. Like I'm not on like the train like as people were. Like I always looked at him. I loved him in UCLA. Never really. You never heard. You never heard, Lavar until the end. Like until the end of his like, UCLA like middle of UCLA season. Then that's when Lavar started talking, and I like started to like not like him. Not like Lavar. But I love Lavar now. I honestly, I I love Lavar Ball. He's, I haven't heard from him in a while, which is kind of good. He's in the JBA. I, I he's I think it's good for JBA. basketball that he hasn't been around for a little bit. I think able to focus on the game more. Than and Lonzo, I think, yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah, him. I think he knows that the Lakers a lot of with Lonzo LeBron comes from Lavar. Like you can't really look at Lonzo anything Lonzo Ball has done and said like, man, that guy's a dick. No, like like he's very quiet. Yeah, you don't yeah, see him like, being around boasting. Like no, he he just like the teammates love him. Yeah, I think he's. A, I think he would be a great teammate also to have in a locker room. Like he seems like he's not. A, he's like a quiet, a like quiet Leonard. Like he's like doesn't seem like he talks too much. Like he just does and what he needs to do. His uncle does all the talking. Yeah. No, I think Lavar talks a lot, but I think as I mean, he's just trying to hype up his kids. Like he yeah. wants the best for his kids. He's from such a good place. Like yeah. at, the, at the core. Like, I, really I would rather, I'd rather be, like, boys, talking about you know? that sort I think of it, stuff. I think it's extremely annoying. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> I really, really respect how much he buys in on his kids. Yeah. Also, I, I, I agree. LaMelo Ball grew up. Like, yeah, he's huge now. He is he's huge. Really he needs to bulk up a little bit. He's a little string, food, but. Baby. He grew up. Yeah, he grew up. I will agree with you Wait, on that. The Lakers, though. So, Wait, where is LiAngelo Ball now? I forget. That he is he He's playing in the GBA? JBA? How is he doing there? Okay. Is he? I mean, Lamelo's obviously way better than he is. I, f- I, f- I, f- I feel like in the JBA, but that's a different league. <laughs> Next thing. What do you think? You said four or five, Dan. I say four or five. Oh, um, do you expect? And you expect LeBron to bring home the MVP? I expect him to bring home MVP, and I expect back to him in the Western Conference Finals. What are you expecting Damn. out of Brandon Ingram? Brandon Ingram. Who do you I, see as the two on this team? Like uh, Kyle the Kyle Kuzma, definitely. You think Kyle the second Kuzma. option? You say Kuzma? I th- I, I think really, it's Ingram. I, I think it's Ingram. I think that Ingram has the ability. It's just that I just seen games. He just 
is totally almost invisible just, to the I, point where they take him out. Yeah, no, game. but I think with this preseason, like watching him this preseason, they they had him shoot at ice more than LeBron. I swear, like he was like, like they wanted him to just do what he wants to do, and he looked like he could just do every like he no defender would be like was getting in his way. Like he was, he looked great. I think I think that they'll be. I don't think fifth like fifth I think this seed, West but. is very different. This is different than LeBron being in the East. The yeah. East, he, yeah. the reason the Cavs looked that like that with LeBron is because the East is terrible. Yes, the West is That's filled. Hot take. The West is filled with like out of the fifteen teams in the West, I could argue that ten of them are like playoff. Yeah. Yeah, or, or eleven. For sure. Yeah, there's, there's a lot LeBron is playing way more games against the West now. There's going to be constant tests. LeBron teams start off extremely slow mm-hmm. in their first years of transition, and this Lakers team is definitely not a team with a ton of rookies that's going to snap right into like a fluid team. Yeah, it's a weird like composition of talent, and I think that yeah they'll make it because you have LeBron, but I'm not expecting like. LeBron to carry this team into into into, into four or five. I see it more realistically as like a six seven or depending on how that how tight that West race is, which is still good. Yeah. It's it's you're six getting in the West, yeah. but once six you get to playoffs, is where you have to. Opinion. Like it doesn't matter what seed you are, it's playoffs. Like you're if you're an eighth seed going to one seed, you still have to you're playing to just move on. The seeds don't matter. Like you're playing the best team yeah, if you're the eighth seed, but you're still you made the playoffs. All you're playing in regular season just to make that eighth cut. And it's not like the East, where if you're the eighth seed, you're below 500. <laughs> if you're in the, yeah. like if you're in the West, you're probably like 50 in something. Yeah, no. Like when the, the Bobcats made it like three years ago. Oh my god. Also, and the Dwayne way Wade turned turned him up by yeah. himself. <laughs> the way the East has worked in the past couple of years is one through eight. Everybody in that first round really has it like a really decent shot, even if you're below 500. It's, it's really, usually really the top three seeds. Like are like the standout ones, yeah, and then the rest are like good, but they're like, you know, it's like they have a shot, but like if, unless you're playing, like if you're playing anyone below the top three seeds, like you're fine, like you're you have a chance to just move on from that series. Yeah, I am. Um, I think the Lakers finish in fourth this year. And I think I think this is the wrong year for them to finish any higher, but I think next year they'll be third or higher. Depending I really, I, re- pick up. I really yeah. think you're right about the Warriors kind of dismantling. I really think Boogie is just toxic. I think things kind of unravel a little bit in Oakland, but and I don't think the Rockets will be as good in the future. I really I don't, don't. I think Rockets are we done after last. I, I, right I think the Jazz could be better in the next two or three years than no, the Rockets. No. Maybe even the Warriors. So yeah, the the case you lived under a rock. Uh, the matchup last year was Rockets and Warriors, and one team added Boogie, and the other team. And Capella, and added a actual very key part to a playoff Ooh. run um, in Mellow. Atlanta yeah. had to get rid of him because they knew they wouldn't the playoffs. They needed so to give him to a playoff team. That is true. No, so I, what are we thinking about? Like, so the Rockets basically kept their rotation of their core being Chris Paul, Capella, and Harden, but but at the same time they sacrificed. All their like good bench Booted players. Ariza. I think Ariza's. Huge. I think Ariza's the, the, the biggest loss. Move. Yeah, I think you take him over Melo any day. You can't. No, don't worry. They replaced it with James Ennis. Wow. Huge. No, I just. I don't, the only I thing don't I can say that's salvaged that, like, was their trade they did with the Suns, where they got Brandon yeah. Knight and Marquis Chris for literally true. nothing. That's yeah, that's. Deal. The Suns were like, hey, you know what? Winning's fun. We'll take Ryan Anderson. <laughs> 
Give us some of that Rockets magic. Dumbest contract of all time. Marcus could be huge for them. Like that's like, I am Brandon Knight even just as a backup. Like I just think he's so consistent. Two years ago, he had like he was averaging 18 points. He's always like the unluckiest player in the league, and that's how everybody knows him. But he's actually been pretty consistent. No, yeah, you look at his actual numbers, and he, like he's good. Like he had all those plays in like one season that he was like. Just like the laughing stock of the NBA, but no one watched him at a night-to-night basis. But he was actually putting up good numbers, and then that one play would happen, and that's all people looked at. They didn't look at how good he was doing. I think Brandon Knight, I always thought Brandon Knight was a good point guard, and I thought the Suns should keep him, like, over the three point guards that they used to have with Bledsoe, Drogic, and him. I thought it was him and Drogic you should keep and get rid of Bledsoe, but they decided to get rid of Drogic, and now they have no one except for Booker and... Yeah, back to the Rockets. I don't like how the Rockets, from the person in the past few years, they're probably my my least favorite team to watch. Um, I think that them going against the Warriors when they were, what, the eight seed? I think that was one of the most cringeworthy series I've ever seen in my entire life. Are you about the Dwight Howard the year? The Dwight Howard, James Harden Dwight. year. Um, I just think that the way they lasers. structure their team, they're just just simply like building to beat the Warriors, which would they admit it to. Um, I think that they have the ability to go colder than any other team mm-hmm. in the league. Their and whole team is based off threes. It's, off, it's literally off threes. They're and based I the, more off threes the, than the Warriors are. The Warriors they will shoot more threes than twos per game. Yeah, yeah. the Warriors started that trend with the three-pointer, but they're able to like drive and slash, yeah, and now they have Boogie. Um, it's just even more. So, I mean, um, I just don't think the Rockets can hold us up in, that much longer, especially if Chris Paul gets hurt. Um, you saw that James Harden can't carry that by himself because um, he's a not saying he's not an unbelievably talented player, but he's very predictable with the way he goes. And when you don't and have a, when you don't have a, a threat like Chris Paul um, right next to you, it's kind of a lot easier to shut Harden down. Um, I think Paul that they should be like um, thinking the gods above that they kept Capella because yeah. Capella is a glue on that team. I think without Capella, the they are piece. honestly garbage. They're they so him. lucky that this free agency agency was so weird and that no one had money to spend. Yeah. Because I think Capella was ready to leave. I think he was ready to just ship out like and actually get money from another team. But no one where were the, the Kings money. when they needed him for that yeah. huge contract? No, I just I, think, I, I agree with I I think Capella might be the biggest piece of their team over Harden and over Chris Paul. I think without Capella, you're looking at a Blazers situation where you yeah. just have two really good guards in and, the middle but, of nothing. Yeah, that's such a really that's such a good comparison. That is a great comparison. Yeah. I have thoughts about this Rockets team that I think. The Rockets after this year are about to plummet yes. extremely hard. Yep. Like they're gonna be good this year. After this, every Houston fan is gonna be cursing Chris Paul's name. They have the, for the worst fan base years. in the entire oh, NBA, might I say. Even when they were number one in the West, they still didn't have a full arena, and that bothers me. You're a big city, you can control it. I've seen Texans games. People go to the games. Like, come on, help out your team. Chris Paul's contract is terrible. They are paying him full money for a player who's already in his early 30s. You're going to be paying yeah. Chris Paul the max when he is, like, 36. Chris Paul gets hurt, like, 20 games a year already. You're telling me Chris Paul is going to be worth the max when he's, like, in his yeah. mid-30s he's and he misses, LeBron. like, half the games? Or even close to. Like, I love Chris Paul. He is, like, an amazing point guard. But... If I were the Rockets, I would have let Chris Paul walk. See, I, if I was them, too, I would honestly have thought about it. Because, I mean, yes, he was the reason... Honestly, that they could have won that series against the Warriors. If he, and honestly, in my opinion, that game seven, you play that game seven if you're Chris Paul. You're in game seven against the Warriors. If you lose, all right, you're you're out of you're out of the playoffs. Who cares? You have time to heal 
over this whole offseason. You're the reason that your team got to that yeah. seven game. Chris yeah. Paul went off in game six. Yeah. No, he was the, like, I was no, watching five. it. He, yeah, he five, went off yeah. in, like, all of them, though. Yeah, like, he two. was... He was like you couldn't like you couldn't leave him open from like the hash mark like he was just he was hitting, hitting faders that were turnarounds. Yeah, and I just I, I, I if it was me I would have played even with a hamstring injury, like it was a hamstring right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's hamstring. I know, the record show, I just played on a pulled hamstring for Rec League. <laughs> and if I could pull on a pulled hamstring for Rec League, Chris Paul could do it for the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you, I'm. You don't know how bad the injury. I mean, yes, he. But if he was like stand, like jumping around on the sidelines when something good was happening, like you, you're healthy enough to get on the court. You can't tell me you can't take a shot to the leg. Yeah, that like, would numb it out. Yeah, like uh, just Philip Rivers played on a torn ACL. And Paul Pierce <laughs> came back on a torn ACL. Oh, the Paul wheelchair Pierce. game. The wheelchair game. Just shoot up some Novocaine, <laughs> get yourself right out there, beat the Warriors, dismantle them, save basketball. But no, you just sat out. Thank you, Chris Paul. Thanks no, for I, ruining basketball. And I think <laughs> honestly, if Chris Paul played that game. They would, have they would have won, and it would have been Rockets versus Cavs. And I think the Cavs would have had a way better chance against the Rockets than they did against oh! the Warriors. Like, <laughs> Who knows where that could have gone? Yeah, you guys, maybe the Cavs would have won a few games, but... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think LeBron would have been able to destroy that team because they don't have someone that can lock down LeBron. I don't know. That combination of P.J. Tucker and Trevor Ariza was disgusting. No, it was, but I just think defensively Can't believe I'm LeBron, saying that, but, like, God, that was an awesome combo. Yeah, no, PJ Tucker was crazy. He was he had the like the few games that if he was in him the quarter, he won two yeah. of those games for them. Yeah, I just I think the Rockets are on the decline. That's why oh, I think yeah. in the next couple of years the Lakers are going to be. I think they. Oh top, no, this is it. Two, I think this three. might this if this might even be the year that I think they decline. With Melo there, I think his him in the locker room, he's not going to get as many shots as he was even on the Thunder. <laughs> like he was open for having shots on the Thunder with someone in Westbrook who shoots fifty shots a game. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. I'd... So we're going to shift uh, conferences now. It just now. popped in my head that we haven't said anything about the East, really. Yeah, let's talk about the East because it seems like it's a three or potentially four horse race for the one. People are thinking, honestly, I think it's just between two. I think it's two. But the, the teams I'm talking about are the Celtics, the 76ers, the Raptors, and the Bucks. I think then it's I think it's five, then, if you're considering the Bucks in there, too. I think the Wizards... I like the Wizards. Oh. I would put the Pacers above. The I would Wizards. put the Pacers above the Wizards. 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 Wizards too. No, but just, really, I, I think like the, the top is between the Raptors, depending on how Kawhi does, and the Celtics. That's yeah. another no, shitty guard situation. Is Washington Bradley Beal and John Wall? Hey, they have Dwight Howard this. now, oh, who has right. back injuries. No, I, yeah, I don't. I don't. Ring season. Dwight is just practically Tiger. You know, you That's all want true. him to do well. He's got a bad back. But every year he's out, the league grows out way more out of being useful yeah. for his type yep. of skill set. And he's just tries staying in that skill set, and it's just not going to work for him. See, like, like I said earlier, I think that regular season, not much is going to change in terms of the Raptors taking the one seed. I think they're going to do well in the regular season. Um, I think that Boston's still going to come out of the East. I yeah. feel like that's active a team. Yeah. Personally, I don't see Philly as a legitimate powerhouse team. Um, I know that Ben Simmons is good, but we all saw him shrink last year in the playoffs. Um, Embiid, if he can even, what if Embiid, like eventually just tears his ACL, gets her out for the season? Um, I'm not a big Dario guy. I think he shows good flashes, good spurts, um, but I think that there's just, I think it's just Boston's just absolutely stacked. I think that, that I don't think that Philadelphia is going to get by them. I think if Toronto does well with Kawhi, they might be able to attract more there, and the idea of attracting attracting more players with Kawhi um, is very uh, intriguing, considering the fact that. Uh, 
he basically made that Spurs team relevant against the Warriors by himself. No, no disrespect to Manu um, <laughs> or Lamarcus, um, but I think that Kawhi can really cause some damage north of the border, north of the wall. Not to mention the Raptors got also good uh, Spurs players from that trade. They got Danny, Danny Green. Green. Yeah, that's a big. Danny that's Green is an automatic Finals proven player. Yeah, that like going like no disrespect to Demar Derozan. Who's like an going from Demar Derozan to Danny Green is definitely not the worst you can get. But I mean, you got Kawhi Leonard out of it. Like you, you upgraded in Kawhi Leonard yeah. and added even more value on with Danny Green. I mean, now like, you don't have that weird but the thing like is they scoring to convince Kawhi. The Toronto is a place to say. I think there was like a weird little power complex between, between Lowry and yeah. Derozan, and now it's so clearly Kawhi. Uh, it's obvious yeah. Kawhi, yeah, but. As much as I love Kyle Lowry in the playoffs, missing cool. every shot he takes, SpongeBob. he's it's a, gonna be nice to watch someone he's a else. Great take the regular shots. season point guard, like he honestly is. He shows like great signs in regular season. You're like maybe this year. And they didn't Kyle even get Lowry rid of better. any of their like they got rid of Jakob Pertl, but that's not their most valuable young player. It was OG Ananobi. So, you know, it was almost like every year the Raptors had, like, a wall, like a reason why they couldn't get to the finals, and I feel like that a wall is just point gone. <laughs> no, I feel like there was just Very something true. that got in the way. Let's shoot twos! You know? Majors um, only! I think that that uh, the LBJ moving west kind of maybe opened in the gates. Say but then goodbye again, to LeBron, the Celtics, The Celtics might close it. I just, think, I, think Celtic, I just think the Celtics, compared to the Raptors, they've had a year together now, and they really didn't change up much on this team, like... Pretty well, oh, right? They didn't change no. anything. They got Marcus Smart back, well, which was huge. No, they they're now having to reinclude Kyrie and Gordon Hayward. Well, I Kyrie was there for most of it. Like they already had this like chemistry between Jalen and all of them. Gordon Hayward will yeah. be the only thing that they have to incorporate. But I think Gordon Hayward's the type of player that he doesn't care what his role is. Like he's fine with like what he how many touches he gets and everything. Like he's a great player in general. And with coming back from an injury, he shouldn't. I don't think he's gonna be expecting to get the most minutes. Best so let's playing. talk about the Celtics for okay. a few seconds. So how do we see their starting five shaping up now that they have all these players back? Because there's well, obviously the, one of the players that's... It just released, actually. Yeah, it just got released for the first game. All right, well, I'm, I'm not going to look at you it. Guessed, I'm going to tell yeah. you what I think yeah. is going to happen. I think they're going to put Horford at the center. Mm-hmm. I feel like that makes sense. One I mean, stop putting stop putting Baines in the yeah, starting lineup. No, no. Sorry, no offense to Baines, but he's, like he is not a starting caliber center. Are people looking at me? <laughs> Because he ignored you. So Corey and I went to a Celtics game last year, and I made a poster for Aaron Baines, and he walked by me and 20 other screaming six-year-old children who wanted autographs, and he didn't acknowledge any one of us. So with that being said, I think Horford's at the five. Um, and then I think, I think the move they should do is play Jason Tatum at the four. Yeah. And then play Hayward at the three, Brown at the two, and Kyrie at the one. That's like I would. I think that's right around what they're putting. In. I think I would swap Tatum and, and Hayward. I think I'd put Hayward more at the four. I think um, Tatum's just way more athletic. I'm not yeah. putting Brown. I'm not putting Tate, uh, Hayward back into a position where his body's gonna get thrown yeah, around true, by yeah. big guys. Tatum's bulky. Hayward plays League of yeah. Legends. He's not that yeah. bulky. I, would say, I mean, <laughs> I'd say Tatum's a pretty lanky dude. Like he could get pushed around. No, but he's oh, he tall. Can get, yeah, but he's young and athletic. Like I mean, Hayward's still young, six, but eight, like. And, but he also Decent just build. came off of a uh, huge injury that doesn't want to get his body. His bone is now stronger. That's Let's a fact. Forget that. It's not you know? an. It's not a muscle injury. I honestly. So when I saw that injury, I was thinking immediately like, "Wow, that sucks." But that's probably the a year. That's like a year of being. I'd rather see that than him coming down on his knee 
not knowing. Oh, these are the broken leg. It's like, come on. Like, all these players, like, get, get back there. have come back from <laughs> breaking their leg, and, like, they're, it's fine. Like, just just, it it's going to take a little while. Paul but, George, when he came back, he was, originally had a real slow leg. He was, I think he was playing nervous. Like, when Paul George You can't go back, through a non-contact yeah. injury like that and not have in the back of your mind that thinking gonna that something's going to happen. Because you go from unconsciously doing things you're doing to now, like, you have to break like, that mental track in your head. You can tell, tell still Paul George, though. Like, he still plays with a little, like... He, he, he doesn't, doesn't go do attacking to dunks. the rim. Like he yeah. does, yeah. When he dunks, he does, like, easy, like, little... Like, he doesn't do his windmill. He doesn't do all of his stuff he used to. He only... He does very, like, like safe, like, just regular... Like, he has... A, like, obviously, he'll, like, dunk easily. Like, he's a athletic... As athletic as he was, but... You obviously play with, like, a All for a UA Blue Red game. Yeah. Didn't even in Vegas. <laughs> oh, God. Not on the boat. Just don't go to Vegas. <laughs> Just in terms of Hayward, I agree with what Dan said. I think you should switch them. Uh, Tatum should be at the th three or at the four. Tatum, I'm not gonna base it off Game Seven, but I mean he was so explosive against the Cavs in, in that Eastern Conference Finals game, and that I think that shows how he's gonna be in the next well his whole career. Honestly. I think so he's gonna be amazing. He's gonna be an MVP. I think he's gonna be more influential to the Celtics this year than anybody besides Kyrie. I was just about to ask. So who's the alpha on this team? I think Kyrie. I think still Kyrie is. Oh. I think it's Kyrie's team. Oh, I thought you were saying, like, after Kyrie. Oh, no, oh, I no, meant, no. like, who is... Right now, it's, I think it's Kyrie's I don't think it's that hot to say that Jason Tatum could I, be the alpha. I think that Kyrie team. has to get, get it back first. I think that he's going to have to come he's, in. He's odd man. I think Kyrie's the odd man out in this rotation. I think, I think that, that he is. I think everyone, everyone like, I think I think this game is going to be crazy. Like, I don't mean, like, everyone dislikes him. I just mean, like, in terms of Kyrie will want to score. Yeah. But now he's on a team where every single player can shoot. Yeah. It's not that he has to set them up. Like, they all can create their own shot. Yeah. But I, I feel you don't like need him to dish it out. Played with, with each other, and they had their individual chances because they can all create. Like you just said, the reason they were winning, not okay, not the reason, but, I mean, a big part of their winning before Kyrie went down was because of Kyrie. And then they had all that time without him, and... They, they learned, were really, really good. But it, I Rose think it was... stepped up. Marcus Smart stepped up. Marcus Morris was huge for them. yeah. I mean, those are you know the people on the bench, but I, just, I think their bench is deeper than like even the Warriors. Their, their whole team is deeper than yeah. any, any team in the league. Yeah. Like they have the they Brad have the Wanamaker. Best. <laughs> Could you I introduce yourself? Because I still don't know you. I just I, I don't know. I think the Celtics. I think everyone's like well, like Kyrie thing being out of. I think he's gonna be. I don't think he's the odd man out. I think he's going to be fine with the role he gets. He's going to have the scoring. I think he's still going to be alpha just because he has that scoring. He can score at will. Like, no one can guard Kyrie in the league. I think he is the best one-on-one -on -one player. Like, if he has one person guarding him, I think he has, dude, he has the best sure. way to get his own shot. Like, he – no – no. I think he has the one of the – if not the best handles to ever, like, come into the game. The, like he's one of like the top three, like him, Allen Iverson, like maybe like I wouldn't even say Magic Johnson because he didn't have like the dribble moves. He was just really like his IQ was crazy. I think him, Steph's hand handles are up there, but there's nowhere near Kyrie handles that like, no one has that. Yeah, I think it's Kyrie's team, but Tatum's the one with the most influence. I think yeah, everyone's looking. I think at people want to stand behind Tatum because they can see Tatum as like an MVP. Oh, I, th I think I, I, I have some hopes for he's Tatum. He's like what Paul Pierce I think for Tatum. I think he can be better than Paul Pierce. I, I, yeah, he will have oh, yeah. way – I think he'll Tatum's easily more athletic. Be, yeah. Way more athletic. Not even – he has all more the – I was talking to my dad about this. 
he said he sees so much Kevin Durant in Jason Tatum, like similarities in their game, but he thinks Tatum will eventually be better because his IQ, like, he seems like he's a more team player than KD. He's not more just scoring. Like, he has all this at like, all the attributes to score, but he also has amazing, he already has great defense. Not amazing, he's a little bit better maybe, but, like, that come he was his rookie year. Like that's I just want to see what happens with this team. It's kind of like I'm excited to see how the Celtics run because they could easily you get into the finals, hit them if Warriors make it again. Even if even if Boogie is like working out great for the Warriors, I still think the Celtics can take on the Warriors with the team because you got to sub out your starters at some point, especially with Boogie on that injury. Like you sub out people and. Celtics could easily win it. I don't want to, like, nerd out here, but if I can compare this to a Game of Thrones-type deal, um, I would say that, the like, what we're watching right here is the Warriors are kind of like the White Walkers. They look like they're kind of deadly. Boogie's the dragon that's about to come in. But Oh, spo- spoilers for anyone who has not seen Season 7 um, <laughs> or 6. Uh, chill out. Um, please Close mute for the next about minute or so. Yeah, but then you got yourself like the North rolling in, which are the Celtics. I mean, you got like fan favorites all across the board in that starting lineup. You said the Celtics are the North? Yeah. I'd say you need to have more weapons than that. I'd say they're like Daenerys coming across the ocean. Well, the North now can, is like Daenerys oh, too. Oh, okay. More spoilers. More spoilers. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, if you guys want to get every detail of Game of Thrones in the past seven seasons, just Don't come here for a couple podcast. minutes. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> Rip John style what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of like a clash between... That's the clash everyone wants to see. I'm yes. sorry. If the Raptors no. come out, you're going to be like, really? Like, Why? Like, I think everyone wants to see the Celtics-Warriors. Like, that will be yeah. the most watched game when it's when it's Celtics-Warriors. That will be no, the... the most watched would definitely be Celtics if it's Lakers. Lakers. Celtics yeah. Lakers. Celtics Lakers. Always oh, Celtics Lakers is gonna be. Huge. It's not gonna happen. No, I'm not talking about for playoffs. Wise. I'm saying regular season. When Warriors and Celtics match up, I think that will be one of the most watched. Like, uh, like when everyone are they wants to see how Celtics are gonna play. Do you know when they're playing tonight? Um, no. Warriors Celtics. Warriors Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> Opening tip off. Finals are tonight. Wait, what? All right. Huh? Warriors versus Celtics. So I still, I'm like with, I agree with Dan. Um, I think the Raptors will be the one, and the Celtics will be. I'm sorry, Raptors are just a regular season team. The, Ra- the Raptors and that Celtics being face said, off like third day of the so season. Coaches. That being October said, 19th, I don't Friday. know. I think that they're. So this is my personal opinion. I think that the Raptors being so unsuccessful in the playoffs, no, 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 no disrespect to him, was because Demar's not a consistent, reliable source of scoring during the playoffs. Neither and is Kyle Lowry. <laughs> but they have Kawhi Leonard now, and Kawhi Leonard has proven himself in a finals, NBA Finals P. The in diff- that first round two years ago. Yeah. When he he got is, he, yeah, can, he, he, he will consistently, whether, he will, even if he only gives you 15 points, he'll still get you 10 rebounds and good defense. Yeah, he'll shut down whoever he's he will shut down differences. He adds like a defensive presence to the court that no other yeah. player this is a, This is a massive upgrade for me in terms of consistency. Yeah. In terms of defense, in terms yeah. of all around, adding Kawhi makes them, I think, a legitimate threat. I, I do, yeah. too. I think with Kawhi, the upgrade also, like, you you don't have to worry about him being consistent in the playoffs. If you can generate the offense for that team, even if he can't shoot that night or can't drive, he's getting shut down on offense. On defense, he makes it up for it. Like, he, he will get turnover after turnover. He'll, He'll shut take down their biggest player, whoever finals, you want. Like, it's or even in, Even, like, he could take on Tatum. He could take on... He could even take on like someone like, like yeah Kevin Durant in the finals. I've seen I've seen him go against KD and it's like you you don't know if, like KD's offense is probably 
one of the best in the league, if not the best. Well, because he has the reach league. that can. The thing about Katie's like shot is like nine and a half feet. Yeah, in the you, air. no one can block it, and he just has such a like smooth shot. I just think Kawhi Leonard on him is your best chance of shutting down a person like Kevin Durant or LeBron. Like you have put Kawhi on him, and they will have the toughest night of their career. Unfortunately, also. both those players are in the West. <laughs> Good Not luck true. shutting down Bogdan <laughs> or Otto Porter. <laughs> Kawhi Leonard's game, like, seriously, this is my competition. <laughs> Round one, they'll play, like, the Miami Heat, and they'll be like, all right, your goal shut down, Justice Winslow. What? <laughs> Justice Winslow can't even shoot. Why isn't Hassan playing? <laughs> Aren't they paying him money? Yeah, I think the two in the East, the last two teams, are going to be Raptors-Celtics. It's a, it's a, it's a I think the Celtics it. actually win a very close series. Um. Yeah. I don't even know if it'll be close. I, I mean, think it'll be like a four to two. There's seventy sixers hype too. I'm on close. I think the seventy sixers are going to actually be worse. The seventy sixers than last year. Oh no, I am I am not a big sixers. I love the sixers. I want them to be good because I love Joel I love him. I like I love Joel Embiid. I love his like just the way he plays, I love watching him play. He's a great player. But I don't think that they will ever do damage in playoffs especially like against a really good team like they had troubles against the heat in the playoffs the heatles baby <laughs> like they should have stopped with their hype they should have stomped the heat and seeing when they yeah. when i was watching that i was like like damn like the heat are not even that great of a team i expect this to be like a sweep right off but they're having troubles against this going against the celtics i'm not worried about them at never all never discount d vintage d wade <laughs> Very true. Vintage D Wade. That's what I'm saying. Are they even gonna keep? Him? That's they a very. That's also. A, are they really gonna rely on him to like even like? This you can't team is him. so weird. Yes. So, yeah. but yet they still get. Like, you can trade at least two of those players away. They should trade for Jimmy Butler. True. That, that's that I don't see any reason why you don't. I don't look at their roster. But like, yeah, I, Union. I gotta keep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I gotta keep Josh Richardson around. I gotta keep Tyler Johnson's terrible contract here. But, but, but I Deion Waiters. Deion Whiteside's valuable minutes not playing. I gotta keep him there. I think it's weird how the Heat, like that Heat team, in one game could beat almost anyone. Just somehow how they find a way to scrap. <laughs> it it's is a so weird. Game. I, it, I do I not remember, understand it. They just on Eric paper. Eric just a good coach. I was just gonna say. I remember sitting just, 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 like past all the LeBron years, the Chris Bosh years. Excuse me. I think it was an acapella show we were sitting back. at, and me and Corey were sitting watching Heat versus Warriors when Dion Waiters hit the game-winning shot. And we were both so hyped. I we I love Dion Waiters. I I don't think he's gonna be that great because he won. He put on a lot of pounds and yeah, he's a chubby boy. But I love you. <laughs> but that Let's was probably like I take it back. That just proved what the Heat are. It was the Warriors. They're in their like stack season. That everyone's like, screw the Warriors. But then Dion Waiters comes out and it's just like. They didn't care. Like their their team just decided. Like they didn't care. It was the Warriors. They just played smart. Yeah. Um. So the East is kind of a dumpster fire in the bottom yeah. half. I mean, we could talk about the top half, but let's just talk about how bad the bottom half is. Because besides the Celtics and Raptors, do we see anything else coming out of that? I don't know what you mean. East? I see the East as a very legitimate conference. Out of the um, I think that the bottom of the East with Trey Young is actually. <laughs> Um, on the rise. Hawks Absolutely. are not even going to grace. They're not even be able to look up. At Do we see any team in the East that didn't make the playoffs last year that's going to make it next year? The Bulls. The Bulls. Yes, I am on that with the addition of Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker. Zach Levine. Zach Levine healthy. looks. If he yes, if Laurie Markkinen. That is especially in the Eastern Conference. Is a decent team. Chris, I do too. like that bold team though. I thought that adding like all those young players, like their team is so young. Like that Jimmy Butler trade, everyone was like, "Oh, that was terrible for the." 
Timberwolves. I mean the Bulls. That was great for the Bulls. They got Laurie Markkinen, yeah. who honestly, in two years, I'm I could argue Jimmy Butler. Oh, I I that's that, I mean I would take that too. He showed signs of this last season that he could have if he had been consistent with it. He would have been in my like top few for a rookie. Of the and year Chris Dunn looks really good too. Chris Dunn, Chris Dunn could finally. win Most Improved. Yeah. True. If they like could Chris run the lineup Dunn. of Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Jabari Parker, Laurie Markkinen, and, and Wendell Carter. Wendell yeah. Carter's theirs, too. Wendell Carter was he a was great fun. draft pick. Everybody said coming out of that draft that, or most people voted that it was Jerrison Jr. would win Rookie of the Year, but that Wendell Carter Jr. was like the best all-around would have the best career out of anybody. I watched him in Summer far. League, and Wendell Carter is a force in the paint. Like, And he seems like he has a little bit of an offense that came off of the, uh, off of doing like pick and rolls. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah, just gonna, I'm just gonna say, I've been talking about this specifically with Corey for the longest time. I really, really, really wanted to say that the New York Knicks would somehow squeak into the playoffs. Oh, wait. That's, Can that's we cut the podcast now I after that? I think we should, honestly. Yeah, no, that, 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 that was just no, my that heart. Was bad. It really, and, but I also Without didn't, Porzingis I didn't think can. Porzingis would be out for as long as it was, so I think the smartest thing to say is the Bulls. But what about the Orlando Magic? I, I well, actually back to the Bulls think for one second. Yeah. Screw me, the only reason I thought that the Bulls can't make playoffs is because Fred Hoiberg is a terrible coach. True. That is, so true. That is very true. Fred, Fred Hoiberg has not proven he can produce at the NBA level. He is 110 and 136 as a coach. He, does everyone forget that in the playoffs they had a 2-0 lead versus Boston and they blew it? When it was the Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Butler, Rajon Rondo team? They did. I, I actually, yeah. Also, Rondo did, got hurt, am I right? I'm, yeah, yeah Rondo, but I'm also Rondo's tired the of these college was... coaches being brought in thinking that they get way more of, like, a break as being a head coach. Billy Donovan, I'm sorry, Jeremy, he's is a terrible, terrible no, head he's coach. Terrible. He should not be an NBA coach Honestly, I'd league. rather have Scott Burks back. Fred Hoiberg can't be a coach in this league. He has done nothing to prove it. He has had good teams. He has drafted awful players. Yeah, no. It doesn't translate well for... For either of the four major sport leagues. Well, mostly because in college, like, even if you are, like Fred Horberg could have been a really good college Except coach Brad just Stevens. because Brad oh, Stevens sorry, is an absolute genius. That's why he transferred yeah. over well. Yeah, Brad but he, is a great But guy. that's because I'd say in college more so is that you have to you have to like kind of bring a bunch of average players and make them really good because the talent's so spread out. But in the NBA, it's like you're going to have like a star on your team. You have to figure out the chemistry of making your team work out um, personally, I don't really know how much um, some of the NBA coaches do in those huddles. You know, when you listen yeah. to them, it's like, all right, we got to Sometimes you defense, see him hand it over to drink some Gatorade. the players to just draw players. Yeah, like, like LeBron is the coach for the Cavs yeah. the past three years. Like, yeah. <laughs> regardless of whether Ty Lue, like did anything, it's like LeBron was the coach. LeBron's now the coach of the Lakers. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, they I feel Luke like, Walton, like the smart move is just let LeBron coach. Luke Walton yeah. is going to learn more I think the smart thing LeBron. to do yeah. as an NBA head coach is – I think these college players, coaches come in. When you're a college coach, you're, you're the one who is the, like creating these careers for the players. Yeah. You, they listen to you. You're experienced. You are the one that's giving them this scholarship opportunity to fit into the, your system. So they have like a power over the players. When you're yeah. a coach in the NBA, half these players definitely feel like they're above you. But like the types of coaches like Ty Lue, and Luke Walton and um, Steve Kerr, they're all former players. That's a respect that you get in the huddle. You have to be respected by players. They're not necessarily going to listen to your game plan, but if you're a former player, they're going to listen to you. And people 
that come out of college, like Billy Donovan and Fred Hoiberg, they come in thinking that they're the players are just going to like listen and do everything they say, and that's just not going to happen. And that's why I feel like college coaches are really hard to translate into yeah. the NBA. I agree with that. I think it shows the most, like with the, what you were saying about the past players that become coaches. I think that shows, especially with the JJ situation when he went when he was the Milwaukee coach. Like he was not a good coach. I do not believe that he was that great of a coach. But he knew what the players like. He knew how players like 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 to be coached and how they like. He that's why I think players are like good coaches. Like when they come out, like they have so much like from being in the league. They know. They've been around. They they're the players that have been in the locker room. So they've been they're never the situation. star players either. No. They're always like the the ones who the rotation players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like Jason Kidd, especially like he was a great player. Like he's one of the greats. Like like he was a great point guard, but he was never like this guy's a LeBron. Like LeBron, like I, could, I feel like could be a coach, but I don't think the keeper will be. I can see like players like Richard Jefferson being yeah. a head coach. We're pulling for that. We love Richard Jefferson. Uh, I'd, I'd love that, to see that. Him. was a really good shot. You know what was funny is that I was telling Google the other day, and I showed him one of the Who? videos of Richard Jefferson. He never knew Richard Jefferson was really good. He was. The he next. had yeah. no idea. He thought he was, was just a beast. funny guy. I'm like, dude, he was actually, like, it's nasty. Insane. He was really good. He was an 88 on 2K, if you were wondering. <laughs> That's a really good rating. an 88 all-time team. That's a really good shot. So we'll close this out with just, like, during we're obviously going to talk like four meet like four more times on the podcast but like right now give me give me like one trade that you think a team's going to have to make Ooh. like that pulls the plug it can be with like from now until the next time we talk so like 20 21 games in like the full season or for like trade deadline but like i feel like there's potential for people to pull make panic moves within the first few weeks i think jimmy butler might be a panic move right off for the All right, Timberwolves. A, but that's not a that's not like a Crazy. That's not the one I was thinking. I was thinking C.J. McCollum, the Trailblazers are not going to have another yeah. good season. They're going to have another underperforming season, and they're not going to want to get rid of Damian Lillard. So Damian where would they ship him and who would I, want him? They're bringing back Brandon Roy. I feel like <laughs> they're going to trade. C.J. McCollum could go to – my pick is where I want him to see him is going to the Bucks. I want to see him so on the what Bucks. package would have to be. See, I like, what would make the what would what would the Blazers have to get in return to make that like worth it for them? I don't know if, but see, at this, I they might go into a stage where they don't want, they just want to get rid of him, like not like in a bad way, but like I think to make it worth, they're gonna trade for, like, because think about it, like. Wouldn't have signed Nurkic if they didn't think they were going to do something. something. Yeah, they signed they, Nurkic to a have, big contract. They have faith. They have so much faith, but I don't think it'll be early that they stay. The they ship McCollum off. I think it'll be closer towards trade deadline because they're see. I don't know if they're going to make playoffs this year. I don't think. I don't know either. I think LeBron the, this West in really is like yeah. It's it just kind of like and with how I think the Nuggets are going to have a breakout year. I think Nuggets are going to be great. Mm-hmm. I think. Timberwolves will obviously not make it. I don't think they're going to at all. I think. I hope they enjoyed their one week, their one year. Win I now. honestly would think they would. The Blazers are going to have the same sort of pace for when the Suns, when Booker comes back for wins wise. I think they have like the same win percentage going into like All Star break, like right around the same amount. Because I just don't see them doing very well. I think the Blazers are out of the playoffs this year. I think you could argue that the Pelicans are out of the playoffs this year, depending on how good or how bad. It'll probably be really, really good, how well Anthony Davis does. And I think the Timberwolves are out. There's just too much going on there. I think 
I think Chitty Butler is the most likely the player that's going to get traded. I wanted to say Hassan Whiteside, but you never know. Too. You never know. How and also, well, also how much value does a big man who can't shoot have? I mean, like, what a, team's going to look a at him? Great defender. Like, we need him. The only Detroit. person that would need him <laughs> is <laughs> maybe like it's just a team like Warriors, but they don't have the money or anything for it, and they have Boogie coming back. Like if they had the money, that's the only team that needs him because they have solidified players around them that already can shoot. So on Whiteside is just basically a defender and a rebounder. Like he's can't he's not gonna get like on the heat he was getting touches, but he can only do post moves. He can't even shoot mid, like his mid range isn't that good. If once if he gets a shot, he's more valuable, but I don't think many teams are gonna like swing for him just because he's yeah. such a hit or miss if he's gonna do damage on a team. Like he's he's just tall. Can he like he's the I, I loved it when he started coming out because he was getting he had the triple doubles with blocks. Yeah. Just to up his two K ring. Like he like that was when I was like, Son's gonna be good, but he can't like they've they've lost the hope in him. Like they just yeah. like sent him to the bench last year and they were doing fine without him. Yeah. He just started getting toxic about it and it's, I thought he was gonna be gone last season. But I don't I honestly don't think anyone wants him. I could I, see a team taking him for a salary dump. That that's go to the go to the Kings. We will not give you Buddy Heald. <laughs> He's off the table. Willie Cauley-Stein, though, could be a great player. If the Rockets hadn't gotten Capella back, I could see a... Hassan Whiteside yeah. trade there. Well, if I'm giving my hot yeah. trades. Trades, yeah, let's hear it. Um, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's a certain point guard in the East that I don't think is going to stick around. I think that the, I think Kemba Ooh, might be on the one. move. Um, I like I that. forgot about that. And, I forgot about that. Um, no, and I, what I was thinking, a good spot for him is Chicago. I think that, Oof, that a good a good piece for Chicago would be getting a veteran like in I his prime. So, like, what would that trade look like? What would the Bulls would give up? Probably be like Chris Dunn. Uh-huh. Um, probably you, um, I, Portis. Is that Bobby, Bobby Portis. 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 They yes. were talking about trading him last year, too. So, I thought those two might just be enough. Well, for, you probably have to throw out a first. Maybe, like, a first-round yeah. pick or something. Which is yeah, fine. If you get Kemba in there. I honestly think if... The, your Kemba is the odd Kemba, man Kemba, Zach yeah. Levine, Jabari Parker, and Lauren Markin, and that is That would be solid. a pretty nice team. I'm solid team. Um, I think that's a... That, I don't think that that's a trade necessarily that's going to happen. Yeah. But I think that's, that's a very interesting trade that, that I'd love I to see go down. I could see that happen, though. Because I just want to, I want to see like, the East gets better, and I just, I feel like it's fine to kind of be like, yo, when it's you getting tossed at the bottom, like, that's fine as long as Chicago's doing well. Because I want to see the better teams in the yeah. East. I, I could, oh, I, this isn't my prediction, but to build off what you said, I could see Kemba also getting traded, but I could see him getting traded to the Pacers. I could, ooh, ooh that that's a good one too. I could see. You that. could throw in like Sabonis, Thad, Young, or a first. Not even. Or I don't even think you got to give a first after that. Sabonis. I mean, yes, probably for Kemba. I think they would want some type of point guard back, which they don't have any point guards that are really like. I'm sorry, Charlotte fans. I don't think your core of Jeremy Lamb and Kemba is the UConn greats. Are Take it back. I have a friend hey, who's a big UConn wait, fan. Or Frank Minsky. Marcin Gortat now? No. Who has Marcin Gortat? The Clippers. Oh, yeah. Wait, I thought they traded for Dwight. But My pick is it's not CJ, it's Damian Lillard. Ooh. Ooh. Because no I'm not, okay, way. so if really? I'm looking at this from a Blazers perspective, if you're rebuilding, why are you getting rid of your second worst player, your second best player? You want the most in return, and the most in return you're going to get is from Dame Dalla. True, Dame Dalla. I love Damian Lillard. I think he could, other, anywhere other than Portland, he could be an amazing player. Like he could be a huge player for any other. And team. I see two places that Damian Lillard could go: LeBron, 
does not have a single patient in his body. I don't care what he says about the second arc of this team looks terrible in the first 20 games. LeBron's going to do what he did in Cleveland where we had all the young players, and he's going to ship some out. And I think the young players shipping out, he's not going to ship out Lonzo. I think He's, he's not going to ship out Brandon Ingram. He's going to ship out Kuzma. I could see him ship out. He's going to ship out Kuzma and Hart for Damian Lillard. You think they would give it up for just so too? Yeah. I think... I don't know. Josh don't know. Hart is a Josh lot Hart of value has a, right yes, now. Yes, but like, yeah. You, you, and maybe you could throw in that European guy they drafted in the first round. That's oh, the lights out. Sure, yeah. I, just, I, I see Damian Lillard. Where's your other place that you're seeing? I, I think I, also, I know. Is it? Uh, I think it. I think a team that could trade for him is the Utah Jazz if they want to really push hard. That would like get a filthy team. Who would they? Who would you? would probably have to give up like. Don't say Derek Joe. Favors, Don't say Joe. Ricky Rubio. You'd have to go up Ricky, yeah. And then, Don't I mean, you could also probably give up Alec Burks. True. Or they probably have some picks. Rex Burkhead. They definitely have some, like, I so mean. At least second round. Or Jay Crowder. You could toss Jay Crowder in Yeah, Jay in Crowder there too. wasn't big for They the have play. good trade pieces. Yeah, they do. They have, their bench is very, like, stacked in general, I feel like. I have a star-studded trade idea. Um, who's the who's the big on Portland? Is it... Jerkic. Jerkic. It's, I always confuse Jerkic, Verkic, Jokic, I don't know. Jokic, it's Nurkic. Nurkic. Dame Dalla and Nurkic to the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. They would not. I don't think they would. I, Pelicans won't. Screw me. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I Why would Anthony Davis I, go there, though? Yeah, no, Anthony Davis would say no oh, to that trade. Would willingly. I think he has a no trade clause in his contract. They get to approve where yeah, he Yeah, I think, and they, I think they respect him enough to where it, like. Oh, I wish I that part up. <laughs> We're kind of bad right now. Is that no. your? Was that your trade? I think, I think it's Jimmy Butler, but I want to come up with something better. Can we also Jimmy like, um, hear me out? The Knicks really don't like where this season's going. Why they not? like Kevin Knox, but Kristaps is out for a good amount of time. But they still think they can get Kevin Durant. Maybe they also trade straight up for Kristaps Porzingis. Dame and KD New York's just a dangerous team. place for good players to go. I feel. Yeah, I think everyone. Yeah. I think of it the, is like the worst place. But you can't tell me players don't talk to each other. Kevin Durant texts Dame Dame Lillard saying, "I'm thinking about going to New York." Dame might be like, yeah, "They all do that." You can't tell me that. Like, you can't tell me like despite where they go, it could be Brooklyn for all I care. <laughs> but we like, can talk about Brooklyn. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, we're done talking about yeah, Brooklyn. That was fun. That was a good one. didn't Jimmy Butler say he wanted to go to Brooklyn? It was Miami, Brooklyn, and... Yeah, that was until, Clippers. like, the, the, the Timberwolves went over, like, yo, Brooklyn, what's your best offer? We'll give you Carius Levert <laughs> and Jared Allen. Marius Tartharius. Tartharius. Don't want to get to No, I, I... I want... I think for another trade that could possibly happen, staying with the Blazers, like we've been talking, I think that they could package, like what you're talking, CJ McCollum and Damian Lillard, and send them to, like somewhere in the East. I think they would send them, like just so they just ship send, them east and see what you get back. Don't get hyped about going to the Cavs because what trade options you got there? Right? No, I was you actually gonna Kevin say, Love. I was actually gonna say that the Blazers could trade CJ McCollum for Kevin Love. I, that, say, I could say no. I Kevin Love. Kevin of the I, Cavs I, are like at the 41 game mark if they're like. 16 and 25. and 25. That's a good season for them if they're at 16 and 25 this year. Whoa. Wow, fighting words. All right, I don't need this hatred. Um, They'll get rid of Kevin Love, I think, I, and I you would get CJ McCollum in return. And I think for the Cavs, that wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing. 
I think it would be interesting to see CJ McCollum kind of go freelance on a team. Yeah, I mean, I he don't, would be the alpha on that team. That's, so what, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, like players like him and players like Beal. Also, Beal, Beal's had his alpha. I do want though, because when Jamal's been hurt, Beal desperately, I would do a Kevin Lefer Bradley Beal. I think I think at this point Washington would trade, but John Wall walk before Bradley Beal with what he's been. What are you talking about? Fat John Wall is tearing up the USA team. Listen, I love John Wall. I just don't think he can stay healthy. He's another one of those players that he's amazing when he's healthy. He's great for the team, but he always gets some injury that keeps him out for some huge injury, but it'll out for a extended period of time and then you'll have to come back and they have to incorporate him back when Bradley Bill's been carrying the load and he always tries to go back to the number one spot but I think it's Bradley Bill's team is going to be it's going to be his team within this next season I think it'll end up being like Bradley Bill is the number one option and John Wall just ball off but he's still a great player he's just a second option on the and he doesn't want, I will, guarantee he doesn't want to stay with Washington if he becomes second option he'll want to leave he could be a trade option, to be honest. If they don't have another, if they don't have a good season this year, him or Bill could be a trade option. It's another one. I don't know where. But I, I just don't think. I don't even know who would want John. I mean, a lot of people would want John Wall, but I would love John Wall if you're offering. <laughs> yeah, here you go. I just Uh-oh. put him on some Weight Watchers. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> Trying to relive that. Like, I'm John Wall for Nutrisystem. God, what happened? You break your foot once or something, and you just suddenly gain 30 pounds. Lose your explosiveness. This segment was brought to you by 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 Garlic bread. Hoko's food is about to be shut down in about 10 minutes, so. I think. Uh, done like last year. <laughs> True. <laughs> Probably too she freshman year. <laughs> Getting worse by the year. <laughs> it's like the Chris Bosch's chances like of coming back to the NBA. Oh, oh, too soon. It's still too soon. Chris Bosch. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. we'll be back in a quarter of the through. Uh, I've been your host, Corey Walsh. I've been Ian, always. I've been Danny the whole time. I've been the OKC Thunder fan, Jeremy Batten. Thank you for listening to the Water Cooler Checkdown Podcast. Goodbye and ciao. Stay spicy. <laughs>